BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. What you missed from Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF. Brought to you by the Specs Howard School of Media Arts. Learn the skills needed for graphic design, video production, or broadcasting with a flexible schedule that fits your needs. Specs Howard School of Media Arts offers evening classes, meeting two days a week in classes, while the rest of your coursework is completed online. Visit specshoward.edu or call 866-61-SPECS for more info. WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit, a Beasley Media Group station. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak, live from the Gold Star Law Studio. Hi there, hello. It is uh, Wednesday, the 14th day of... I almost said Decembra. Decembra. <laughs> the French the version. French version of December. Decembra. <laughs> Bonjour, mes amis. Uh, no, it is the uh, 14th of December. Already. 6.15. Dave and Chuck the Freak here on The Riff. The Riffmas days roll on. We got 12 days of them. Today, up for grabs. What day are we on? I don't know. I'm not keeping track. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a lot of drum yeah. heads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Keep track themselves. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, the eighth day of Riffmas. Okay. On the eighth day of Riffmas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's mm-hmm. just the start. Mm-hmm. The Riff Gods gave to ye... <laughs> A three doors down sign drumhead. Three doors down sign drumhead. Oh boy. <laughs> three doors down. Chord autograph photo collage. <laughs> Royal blood sign drumhead. <laughs> and a Rob Zombie photo. Oh, wow. Not Very signed. Nice. No. <laughs> Not just a photo. Just a photo. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it's got to go out. Woohoo! Oh, boy. All right, so yeah, that three doors down sign drumhead is up for grabs today. Uh, during the 12 days of Riffmas, your shot at that coming up with Screamin' Scott in the 8 o'clock hour tonight. Uh, so stay tuned all day long by your phone. Just wait. Just wait. I mean, don't even turn the radio off. <laughs> because in like just Anytime. 14 small hours from now, you could win that three doors down sign drumhead. Yeah, it's worth taking the day off for. All right, um, coming up in just a moment. What bad thing is most likely to happen to you in Detroit more than any other city in the country? Hmm. Tell you about that story. Also, what crashed through a Florida woman's car window? And when two Southern women were distracted looking for candles, what did they do to their car? Those stories, celebrity dirt for the riff files, and bitches be tripping. All coming up as we get to our first check of riff news in just a moment. Checking in with the morning report. I'm Dave Hunter. It's time right now for a check of Riff News. Brought to you this first time around by Metro PCS. Tis the season for ugly Christmas sweaters. Wear your ugly sweater and join James and the Riff crew at Metro PCS on Garfield, south of 18 Mile. It's this Saturday from 2 to 4. Get your special Dave and Chuck Christmas t-shirt and win 101 bucks in cash. Celebrate twice this holiday season at Metro PCS. More info at WRIF.com. 
Activists are demanding the dismissal of five suburban Detroit police officers after a drunk driver says he was arrested, restrained in a chair in a police department, and repeatedly punched in the head. We talked about the story the Stop other day. Resisting. Stop, Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Yep. Video of the August 2015 incident was aired this Monday on Channel 7. We played it on our show. Frankie Taylor, who is black, is suing five officers and the police chief in East Point, alleging excessive force. He says he needed eye surgery. He was beat down so bad. The video shows five officers trying to restrain Taylor in a chair while one of them strikes him and repeatedly says, Stop resisting! In a court filing, attorneys for the suburbs say any force was reasonable, not illegal. Mm-hmm. It was reasonable force. Mm-hmm. That was very reasonable. Totally reasonable. A Detroit pastor says Taylor was the victim of racism by white officers and black people aren't safe in East Point, according to them. Um, So we've talked many times about people stealing packages from people's front porches, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems to be the thing. Now they take it. I saw it the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you? I didn't do it because no, because no, it was a woman. And uh, she took a package off someone's porch and walked away. It was odd because you think to yourself, "Well, maybe it's just your own home. Maybe it's her own home." Yeah, because you don't pulled know. up in a minivan in front of the driveway. Well, that's a bad sign. Minivan. Minivans are bad. <laughs> but you know what I mean, yeah. like. Yeah, that was definitely a theft. You think so? <laughs> yeah, that minivan. What I would have done? Here's what I would have done. <laughs> what? Write down the license plate. Oh. I wasn't I'm getting all that. No, I know. But then, and, and then maybe just left a message with the, hey, saw someone take a package. This is their license plate. If it wasn't you, thought I'd let you yeah, This no. is what I would have done. Nothing. Yeah, kept on driving. <laughs> just like I did. <laughs> kept on driving and said, oh, poor package. I don't know. None of my That's business. People get not my problem. Yeah. None of my concern. Chances are it was not a theft. And That's then you what just I have created a whole lot of problems for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And if you didn't get your package, you just call the place. I didn't get my package. They'll replace it. Yeah, exactly. And little do I know, there's like six thugs in the back of the minivan. They're all taking down my license plate number. And they're like, yeah, if we get caught, we're going to kill that guy. Yeah. You know, so. No, I just uh, went on ahead, but I did, it did. It seemed fishy that someone would have like been in the street. But I've been there. I've pulled out of my driveway and then I've said, oh, look, I got a package on my porch yeah went out grabbed it you know in the car not always usually Mm. i just throw it in the garage you generally don't pick up packages from your porch but that's what they did they brought them brought it into the car but i don't know unless they were trying to hide them from their kids or yeah it's possible possible yeah there's a lot of possible explanations yeah yeah that's why i'm leaning more towards theft though I did. That's why I didn't hit her with my car. <laughs> right. Don't do that. That's, a, I mean? that's excessive. Yeah. That's, yeah. You'd be in big trouble. Exactly. <laughs> Chuck ran a woman over. I just, She's uh, just picking up a toy for her kid from her front porch. Just went around. Yeah. Went home. That's what you got to do, man. Mm-hmm. You got to like, it's like when you film nature and you just let it. Let yeah, it just go. let nature take its course. I guess huh? it's not worth it at the end of the day. Nope. You know, it's not worth it. Well, right. I mean, no, imagine the hours of court I'd of have to be in. No, if, oh, no, no. All of it. It's mm-hmm. not a Too bad hassle. someone gets their package stolen. Now yeah. that I've rethought the whole thing. Yeah, someone got a $4, $4 you know, yeah. fake drone. Exactly. You're not like the, the police of the, you know. Yeah, exactly. Takes people down in the minivan. <laughs> no. Chuck's a member of the gift police. <laughs> yeah.
I He's wasn't even patrol. I wasn't even the dialer. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I wouldn't no, because have dialed you, you it don't then, know huh? what do you dial. No, it may not be anything. I was just the uh, past judgment passerby. That's all I was. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I think the most I would have done would be be like, oh, that's potentially unfortunate. Not well for that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better not come near any of my packages. That's all I thought. <laughs> Someone says we have mom swap sites in the neighborhood and do porch pickup. So, like, if they know there's, like, a neighborhood mom who's home all the time, everyone gets their packages delivered there, and then they just stop by on their way home and pick up their package? Uh, That's what that is? I guess so. I don't I know. I have no idea. Nothing shocks me with moms. Gosh, I would never be involved in that. No. Oh, I'm part of our No, Lise, you're not going to be a part of the, the mom crew? <laughs> no. no, you're not going to be on the mom Facebook thing? No. And just no. talking about everyone getting sick and <laughs> no. where did it start? No. And... <laughs> no. No, you're not no. going to be a part of the mom message board in the no, Facebook not group? not going to be a part of that. Anyway, no. the reason I brought this up about five and a half minutes so. ago was because they're not just taking packages off porches anymore. They're taking the whole goddamn FedEx. Truck. That cuts to the chase. That's what you need to do. Jesus. Yep. FedEx truck was carjacked Monday on the west side of Detroit. 200 packages on it. Give me oh. your packages, bitch! Here's the story from Channel 7 about what happened. Take a Terrible listen. situation. This is like the second time in the last three or four weeks that a FedEx driver has been carjacked while on the job. For this driver tonight, he's only been on the job for about a month. But he's very grateful. You see this guy jump in with a gun. What are you thinking right then? I was thinking, like, just don't shoot me. I mean, if you have to take take the truck, then do that. But as long as I'm all right. Diami Tate knows it could have been worse after the FedEx truck he was driving was carjacked this afternoon. The 37-year-old tells Action News a man wearing a mask jumped in the truck, flashed a gun, and told him to get out. The truck had more than 200 packages inside. We got a daughter. And it'd be sad for her to lose her dad for Christmas or for any time. But, uh, yeah, I'm very thankful. We're told investigators were able to track down the truck later tonight on Harlow on the city's west side. Sources say they also arrested two suspects, the gunman and a guy driving a van behind the stolen truck. Luckily, Tate walked away without a scratch. I definitely look over my shoulder. I'm going to go back to work like, like every day. But, uh... Yeah, you got to be extra careful, especially during this season. I'm sure the cops will do what they're going to do to them, and, uh, and hopefully it teaches a lesson to a lot of other people out here that uh, you can do what you want to do, but you might get caught. No word right now if those packages were actually found. One more note, the U.S. Postal Service tonight is now offering a $5,000 reward. A letter carrier was robbed at gunpoint on Friday morning near Blue Hill on the city's east side. That suspect, he was about 5'6", also had on a black mask, also black clothing. Of course, if you have any information, call police. What's more dangerous? When the mail first started and you were on a horse and you were going through, like, territory where you could get shot with a bow and arrow or delivering packages in Detroit. FedEx in Detroit. Yeah, yeah that's now. what I thought. I kept For trying sure. to weigh it. I'm like, who had it worse, that guy or Tom Hanks in Castaway? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, probably Detroit guy. Yeah, <laughs> FedEx Detroit guy. Right. Mm -hmm. That's two FedEx trucks in the past two weeks that yeah. have been taken at gunpoint. Yeah. How many UPS trucks have been taken? How many no, we don't postal know. workers have been held? We don't up? know. It's the package time of year, right? They know yeah. they're all stocked full of stuff. I mean, honestly, if I was driving a FedEx truck in Detroit, I'm not putting the stuff on your porch. I can't slow doing? down. 
I'm throwing it. <laughs> no, you're not. You can't throw it out. I don't. Uh, you listen, I, I don't care about your package. You can't just throw you stuff out of your truck. Listen, if it breaks, call FedEx. Yeah. Okay? We have insurance for that. I can't slow down. If I, there's 16 people on my route waiting to jump in my car and take it from me. I can't slow down. There are guys chasing me. It is terrifying job, I bet, delivering at some some neighborhoods. Yeah. Someone uh, just tweeted us, my husband works for the new FedEx in Oak Park. Yesterday, they had a driver get his package car stolen at gunpoint. Right here. Well, so there's another one. That's three. But was that is that the same place? Wasn't that yesterday? No, but this guy was that... Oak Park. It, this is in Oak Park at the oh. FedEx facility. The story was on the east side. It was Monday. Monday afternoon on the west side. So once a day right now, a FedEx truck is being taken hostage. Hmm. Hmm. That sucks, man, because you might have your good packages on there. Dude, if I had like sweet stuff coming and I found out it got stolen, that would crush me. Oh, I know. Well, you're going to be fine, right? Because I'm sure you'll be able to prove my stuff was on the FedEx truck that was stolen. So you'll be able to get your stuff. You just have to wait a little bit longer for it, probably. Yeah, it just all depends, you know. I don't know what the process is. Do they file a claim? Exactly. And then the other thing is, well, what if you had, like, uh, you managed to buy six Hatchimals and they're on the FedEx truck and, like, you're not going to get that in time for Christmas. No, you're not. Mm. You know? Yeah. But what are you going to do? The guy's alive. At the end of the day, that's really the most important thing. Your FedEx driver wasn't shot and killed over a Hatchimal. Yeah. But damn, be careful. That's brutal mm. out there. That's three in two weeks then. Mm, one right around the corner. Just with FedEx. Never mind everywhere else that delivers gifts. Because you're lucky I'm not the FedEx guy. I'd have a ramp system. I'd launch them down a ramp so that they went halfway onto your your yard. It'd be like a slide. I'd have a slide that just shove them out, and they just hopefully they land okay. That is the thing because I see the guy here when I leave sometimes the UPS guy, um, and his truck's open. Yeah, and it's on. He's just running in to mm-hmm. drop off packages. That's it, man. That's all you need. Ask and by the way, this is this and is by like, the way. Thanks for he's thanks you right now for saying that. <laughs> He really does. He's like, yeah, I delivered to Oak Park. A radio station there just told him that I No, am, I, uh, I just I feel for the, the guy. because you got to wonder, this is Shady Town, and this is not. This is like the best of Shady Town. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's a great place for someone to lie in wait. Oh, and, that's uh, not what I'm steal saying. Steal someone's FedEx truck now that they know the exactly what happens. Good job, Dave. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, I feel for the people that have to do that. Of course. Me too. They got to leave their truck all the time, and they come back. God knows what scene they're in the middle of. Yeah, I'd be a terrible driver. Oh, I would. I'd throw your things right at your door. It's as hard as I can. I do not care about your items. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, I know I'm supposed to, I guess, but I just don't. <laughs> you know, I don't care. I'm getting home. It'll be the fastest route that FedEx has ever run. Half of the stuff would be broken, though. That'd be a hilarious commercial for, like, FedEx or something. It's like, I'm supposed to care about your packages. I just, I just don't. Yeah, I just <laughs> but you, I mean, don't care. I can't blame someone for caring more about their life than yeah. your package. Yeah, but no doubt. Yeah, that guy need, did the smart thing. 
Usually, like, you have an interview and they're trying to be a hero, or then they got oh, taken I'm hostage not. or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or you're in a shootout over Hatchimals that aren't yours. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not getting in a shootout. No, there's no shootout. I'm delivering these packages one way or the other, scumbag. Yeah, exactly. Like, the old mail service, they'd get in a, sh- in a shootout in the <laughs> Wild West. No. Not now. You know, someone says, imagine seeing the package tracker online, and instead of delivered, it says stolen. Oh, you know yeah. how it says, like, you know, on truck for delivery? And oh, then yeah. the next message you get, stolen. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> that would suck, especially if you were paying. I pay attention to those tracking things. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, I watch them almost with, like, anxiety. Yeah. I'm like, it's not going to come. They're just lying. No, nobody knows. Nobody knows leave. where it I is. I'm not sure if I can go anywhere because it's supposed to show up, but maybe it won't. Stolen. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what do we do? <laughs> I wonder, do you think there's any um, Detroit delivery people up this early? I mean, are they out and about? Are they? Are, is this a big mm. worry? Two four eight five four four W R I F two four eight five four four nine seven four three. If you happen to be listening, any kind of package delivery type employees. Now that three FedEx trucks have been taken at gunpoint in two weeks in the Detroit area, it's got to be on your mind. They're going to start having to have armored cars. And- exactly. <laughs> Someone said you should get a package slingshot system. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Well, this is when drones would come in handy for the delivery, but yeah. then they could be shot down. Yeah, you're not kidding down. me. They're, they're drones. Not in Detroit. Detroit but- drones would last 13 minutes. <laughs> you're like, right. Drones were a bad idea. No one would be hurt, though. People would steal the drones, and they can't even fly them because they're they're controlled somewhere else. They don't want the drone. They just want whatever the drone has. I guess, yeah. And they could, again, you never know. It could be Lisa's hair care products or something, for God's sake. It's not something they're really going to (laughs) need. It's so weird. It's just because of how much, how many things are being delivered now, because you never heard about anything like this. No. No, so not really. The last couple of years, I mean, really. what you'd hear about, and it was always awful, you'd hear about one of those places that, and I think it's happened once already, but like a place that gets donations of toys, that was the place that always got robbed before. Yeah. Now they're they're just taking the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said, I worked as a security guard at a FedEx building and UPS. They are not allowed to carry guns. No. No, because like... Like I said, you don't, it's, it's a kind of job that you don't want one of your drivers to try and be a hero and get shot for someone else's Hatchimals. You just, you're hoping for the best. You're hoping that the guy, he, yes, he wants your truck. Yes, he wants all the packages, but you just hope to God he does not want to kill someone that day. Uh, Ryan, Ryan works for the Pontiac Post Office. Good Jesus. Jesus Lord, Ryan. <laughs> Oh, God. Look out. Down, Ryan. Get down. Jesus <laughs> Lisa really about hit the deck. That's the loudest sound effect we have. Uh, Ryan, um, so is it a concern of yours? No, not really. I mean, it's, you know, more than likely. I mean, if they're going to take it, they're going to take it. But I haven't had any bad encounters with people, and we're trained to lock the vehicle behind us. So if you're not doing that, I feel like you're asking yourself for trouble, you know? Yeah, but it's coming back to the vehicle. So your vehicle's sitting somewhere, and it's giving people lots of time to wait, hide out. Yeah, like these these guys are jumping in like the second the guy comes into the car. They're just pointing a gun at him, and they're like, you know, give me the give me the truck. So there's three FedEx trucks that have been taken at gunpoint, and at least one postal worker um, robbed over the past week or so. It's not a concern of yours, though. 
No, I mean, you guys are, aren't making me too comfortable for about to uh, go on my rap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> think think about what a we do. slingshot system like I'm working on right now, but, uh, right. you know, just don't care too much about other people's packages. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Godspeed. Thanks yeah. for calling in. We made him very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Old Pontiac post up. Yeah, uh, I mean, he should have thought about that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> delivering Pontiac. <laughs> He might have had the job there for like 15 years. We don't know. Yeah. Like he might have got the job when it was like, because Pontiac has taken a turn. Right. You know, it used to be. It used to be okay. Yeah. It's taken a dangerous turn. I feel like if you delivered in Pontiac for the last like two years, then you should probably have an eye patch and a robot arm. This guy, <laughs> uh, a FedEx driver, just texted us. He said, as a driver for FedEx, we fear for our lives every day, honestly. We can't even have so much as a box cutter on the truck to defend ourselves. So, of course, I'm giving away my truck if someone tries to carjack me. And of course you should. Yeah, but I also don't want you, like, please, if you, you probably have a family, don't get into hand to hand combat with a box cutter <laughs> against a Detroit criminal. I like, mean, he's just don't. making the point like they're not allowed anything. Yeah, well, uh, even, even still, I mean, no matter what you have, you know, I uh, mean, at least old male people used to have like a Gatlin gun or something like that <laughs> and like a stagecoach full of uh, hombres that would, uh, you know, Oh, Lucas, yeah. <laughs> hi Lucas, you're on with David Chuck the Freak. Good morning, Lucas. Hey, what's going on, fellas? We're doing okay. We're talking about people who work as uh, delivery drivers in Detroit. Uh, wondering if they're worried. Well, one of my friends down in Florida, his UPS driver stole about three thousand dollars worth of truck parts that came missing, and he caught him on Facebook trying to sell them. Mm. <laughs> like twenty four hours later. Yeah, see, that's not the smartest move to steal something, and then if you're the guy that was supposed to deliver it, right? Yeah, is that what he he was saying? Basically, yeah. the delivery driver stole it. Uh, Bradley delivers in Detroit. Hey, Bradley. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? We're doing good, dude. What do you think about all these robberies? Um, I used to work for FedEx in the Livonia terminal for about three and a half years, and uh, every year there was always robberies. Uh, like I used to work in like Detroit for. Uh, like the, uh, let's see, uh, what was it called? Hmm. Um, uh, I'm trying to think like eight mile. Okay. And sure. All that. Let's and go with that. Every year, every year I always had some guy when I went and drop off a package, I used to have some guy jump in the back of my truck always and sleep in the back. Some homeless guy every year. It was huh? scary as ever. No sleeping is. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather you sleep. Just sleep there. Yeah. Yeah. Then no. bum rush me. Well, like, thing is there is that usually something's always ended up missing by the end of the day, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, sure, sure, yeah. Almost guy's going to go he's through. Gonna he's going to shake some stuff. Right. You know he's going to check it out. He's, he's uh, going to rest his head on these boxes. Yeah, no, that's his, <laughs> filled that's with his life Christmas day. You know, like, <laughs> filled with life-changing exactly. gifts. He's just, which one of these has gold in it? Someone texted saying, I'm in Detroit. A FedEx driver just yesterday dropped a package on my porch. I swear it was like five seconds, and he was back in his truck and threw it off. Oh, yeah. They're always like that. No, they're always like that, and and it's just... They almost should have like a like a rope or a bungee cord tied to them. <laughs> they bring the package up and then they're and like, they just boing, jump in the air. Sucks them back into the truck. Not a bad That's idea. Awesome. I'd, be working, <laughs> I'd be working on that. It's kind of like uh, the FedEx trucks are kind. It's kind of like uh, like an old war film where they're like covering fire, and then people just like six or seven people just start shooting randomly all over, so he can run to the door and then run back. 
Uh, Andrew's with us. Andrew's a FedEx driver. Uh, any concern about three FedEx trucks being carjacked over the past week or two? How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? Uh, not too much concern. Um, to me, like, a lot of my load really isn't even worth stealing, honestly. I mean, it sounds harsh to say, but we deliver a lot of the same stuff every day from the same company. And, like, a third of my truck, I swear, is dog food, like, all the time. So I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> man, if you want to steal, you got to go to UPS. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't hit our trucks. Yeah. UPS, yeah. bitches. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know what's on the truck. That's the thing with all these crimes with packages. Exactly. They have no idea what they're getting. It's just like they're rolling the dice. No, honestly, like half the packages are stuff that me and James ordered off the Geek app, and it costs like 13 cents to make. Yeah, like the box you know. is worth more. Yeah, exactly. There's no question that the box has been worth yeah. more than some of the stuff I've the got. The packaging that gets shipped to me that holds these $2 items is way more expensive than the actual items. Yeah, I don't yeah. even understand. That, yeah. The business model for that I don't get at all. Yeah. Well, it's, that's why you get the truck, because you're just hoping. It's almost like getting one of those storage lots. <laughs> you're just hoping for one good thing in there, right? Right. Out of a whole truck. Yeah. Oh, it seems like a giant pain in the ass to me. Would suck, right, though, if you're the robber and you stole a truck and you're like, we did it! That's who we got! Alpo? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This ain't nothing but Alpo! Yeah. It's not even crunchy big bags of jewels. <laughs> crunchy jewels. I, I love that. Different I, drivers calling in and telling you to rob the other drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, FedEx got another. Go to UPS. Yeah. Um, someone says, I want to see Chuck in a FedEx or UPS uniform throwing packages now. And someone else says, uh, you should just install a giant T-shirt cannon on top of the trucks. I don't know what I would do. I mean, you know, honestly, I'm thinking of just kicking them out the back, like having, you know, someone kicks them out the back. We just never slow down. It's going to get to the point where each delivery is going to be like they have like a bomb testing robot that they just go up to the door with. I'm telling you. Yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes. Uh, Tony delivers to Highland, Highland, Highland Park every day. Hello, Tony. How you doing? Good, man. Any fear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, what's your worry? What kind of deliveries do you do? Well, I, I deliver automotive freight, but uh, I used to deliver food. And I used and uh, back in the day, it was uh, Sherwood Foods over there off the Sherwood Road over uh, in Highland Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd be in the middle of the night, and uh, man, it, it was dark and it, it was scary. And, and then I'd uh, drop in hooks, and I'd uh, leave the loaded one there and come back with an empty. And I was on uh, Davison, and uh, get behind a, a, black, a Cadillac and a Mercedes at the light, at the red light. Mm-hmm. And these two cars were talking to each other back and forth. So uh, and 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 the light turned green. What happened? Then this, this young black kid stuck his head out the window, looked at me, and flipped me off. Like uh, we're not moving. So I had to go into the opposite lane, cross the double yellow line, and uh, scary and pass him around, go around in, in that intersection. Jeez, yeah, wow, he yeah. flipped you off. Yeah, he right, did, and then he had to go around him, Lee's big end. So scary. Imagine a young black man. Jesus Christ, he gave me the bird! Take off, let's go! They're communicating with each other, I better go around. Oh no, I got hit. 
Got hit with a finger. Oh, I'm God. sure Highland Park is Dude. fairly terrifying. Well, oh, my God. Could you like, imagine? They Their police gave up, didn't they? I mean, I think that they had a police force and that the police force actually gave up. They were like, no. Voice like, changing. Cancel us. Uh, we do have a FedEx driver <laughs> with us on the riff lines right mm. now, uh, anonymously. Good morning, voice changing technology man. How are you? Oh, good morning, guys. How are you? Support command. Support, Support command. command. So uh, three FedEx trucks, it appears, uh, carjacked over the past week or two. Any fear for you? Uh, they're, they're not getting my truck. I can guarantee you that because uh, even though against company policy, I still can still carry. Um, I just don't believe in letting some dirtbag criminal, some degenerate, take people's hard-earned stuff that they've paid for and they bought for. So I, they keep their head in my truck or whatever. They're going to get popped I train. I, uh, I, I train in combat training. I very skilled with self-defense training. Um, they're not getting my stuff. Okay, so here's the thing, though. So you shoot a guy in the head. Are you going to lose your job instantly? Oh, yeah, but I don't care. Oh, sure, there's you're going to use... Guy that maybe, there's another guy that thinks twice about maybe robbing somebody's truck. Yeah, yeah but okay, so... At the end of the day, though, is that stuff worth it? I mean, I understand your life's worth it, but do you need to defend your truck that bad? Wouldn't shouldn't you just give them the truck? Yeah, but why why not set a precedent that criminals get punished for doing criminal activity? I uh, know. Yeah, I guess like I just don't take on the law myself. Yeah. A lot. No, this no, this is the guy I want. This is the guy. He's like old school mail carrier. That's what I want. This yeah. is a guy. He's like rain, sleet, snow type of dude. You know, he'll shoot you in the face for my Hatchimals, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I do appreciate it. You know, I want my stuff. I yeah. really do. And I get what he's saying. It's like, you know, when you put it out there, oh, no one can do anything to you, then you it seems like you're a bigger target. So at least he's saying, well, good luck, because if you roll my dice. Yeah, he's not the one. So in the Not Detroit the area, three FedEx trucks have been taken, have been carjacked over the past two weeks. One postal worker robbed at gunpoint. We're wondering if there's any delivery people listening, and are they worried about this kind of thing? Uh, this guy said, I don't deliver packages, but I do deliver gas in Detroit on the night shift. And every day I think I'm going to die. Jesus. On the night shift. <laughs> oh, delivering gas. on. I don't, I mean... I've never heard of a gas truck being stolen. I, that's, I've thought of stealing a gas truck, especially when it was back around five bucks. I was like, this guy could easily some guy said, steal this guy's Hard to hide. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was the Liam Neeson of FedEx drivers. He, was. he really was. He was. going to try to steal my packaging. <laughs> I'll shoot you right in the face. <laughs> uh, Taylor on a regular uh, line here calling us from Canada. Um, hi, Taylor. How are you? How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? So your dad is a Canadian mailman. Oh, no problem. Yeah, yeah. He's the Canada Post driver. Oh, okay, so um, he faced Has any, he ever, any yeah. rough times? Yeah. Yeah, the other day he was delivering mail and uh, ran into do a parcel, and some homeless guy ran into his truck and stole his Timmy's and his donut. And oh, 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 no! Oh, thank God! No. Call the Canadian police, eh? <laughs> oh, no. How's she going, my Timmy's? Wow, you got to guard your Timmy's. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Everybody so knows that. Here in Metro Detroit, trucks yeah. are being taken yes. again. One entire trucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Canada. Donuts and Timmy's. I'll take your donut and your double double. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not my go. Timmy's. Yeah. Well, that's a sad tale. It was a sad tale, but it was quick. I love a quick sad tale. Yeah.
It was way quicker than some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, voice changing technology. We have a female delivery driver with us on the Rift Lines. So all these stories of trucks being taken at gunpoint, any worries for you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm like 5'3". I'm just like a 30-year-old girl, and I deliver um, narcotics. Um, I deliver pharmaceuticals and such in the area. So well, I have so to let deliver me know. them at night. And yeah. so when I stop for, like, gas or anything like that, you know, people can see that um, by what I'm wearing that, yes, I'm a driver, even though I don't have a marked vehicle. Uh, I'm, I have to constantly be aware of people following me or anything like that because I have cargo that is in high demand on the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, it's drugs. Uh, yeah. drugs. You got the drugs, girl. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, a five foot three little lady. They're like, hey, we need a driver for this drug route. <laughs> Who can we get? Uh, tiny woman. Yes. <laughs> Would yeah. you like to be her driver? <laughs> hey, Tiny McTits, come down here. Let's see, let's see how you and do. Listen, we know it's too dangerous to drive one of our actual trucks, but we still want you to put this uniform on <laughs> yeah. to stand out like a sore thumb. Oh, that's crazy. Like, just let them. Wear normal clothes, you know? Like, you're way more likely to just get by mm. if you're just in normal clothes. Oh, they say the gas truck drivers um, are targeted because they usually get paid in cash, especially in Detroit from the gas station owners, most of whom are Middle Eastern. It's very good. Just Don't tell money. anyone where we got this gas. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. That's like something out of Goodfellas. Just pay the, pay the driver. Yeah. This was stolen, all right? To all the delivery people out there, we appreciate your service. Just be careful. Yeah. And protect my Hatchimals. <laughs> <laughs> do what you got to do to protect Chuck's I'm Hatchimals. telling you, man. Please. We're going to take a break when we come back. Celebrity Dirt from the Rift Files on the way. Andy's most hated celebrity has passed away. Who <laughs> so is it? What, what happened when Kanye West met with Donald Trump yesterday? Mm. And is Matthew McConaughey's Playboy interview just as insane as you'd expect? There's a crazy story in there. Okay. We'll get to all that and much more when we come right back. Don't move. you got Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF. 101 WRIF. You are about to see and hear one of the most significant messages given to us from God. Ripcord, penis balls, vagina, woot, woot, what up, juggalos? Dave and Chuck the Freak on the Riff. Lisa, are you going to the uh, Rogue um, One? Uh? No. Mm. Man, we there. about hit her threshold yesterday. We we're having a conversation about Warhammer. For oh yeah, Jeez. I blocked it out. Did you? I yeah, was I like, have no idea. A, I was like, I better stop talking about this because we got about two more minutes left before she just leaves. And I yeah. like to talk to Lisa. She does too. leave. She does leave on us. She does leave on us. I'm used. I'm just used to it. <laughs> I'll you be know. back in a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, Hopefully this geez. is calmed down by that. Tabletop games again, huh, boys? <laughs> Time to go. Turn-based action figure <laughs> game. The segment yeah. is brought to you in part by Highway Truck Parts. Attention all truck, van, and 4x4 owners. Repairing your vehicle just got easier. Worthful. Highway Truck Parts in Ferndale is a full-service truck parts center that will save you tons of money. Visit Highway Truck Parts in Ferndale and get Back on the road. Celebrity Dirt from the Rift Files is coming up. Andy's most hated celebrity has died. Who would be? Yep. What happened when Kanye West met with Donald Trump yesterday? And Matthew McConaughey's Playboy interview is insane. How did his dad give him the birds and the bees talk? It's oh, nuts, come I tell on. You. Wow. His dad's crazy. There's a bunch of stuff about it. Really? Yeah. We're going to get to that and much more in just a moment. Show me that smile again. 
Can't show us that smile again. Mm-mm. No, because Andy's most hated celebrity, Alan Thicke, has <laughs> passed away. Yeah. Did, did you know you wouldn't know that when you were talking about him being your most hated celebrity that he'd actually die? I'm starting to believe in this curse because it's like, you yeah, it. you, I tell you, Dave and Chuck the Start throwing curse. names around and people people die. Yep. He died yesterday at the age of 69. Not exactly young, but there was no, no indication but. before that there was anything wrong. He tweeted yesterday morning about he's on the new Fuller House. Yeah. 69 is pretty young to die. Yeah, you're mm. way before your time. You know. You should probably die. Yeah. Um, he was apparently still pretty active. He had a heart attack while he was playing hockey with his 19-year-old son, Carter, in Burbank. Yeah. I saw this tweet that was pretty amazing. Someone said Alan Thick died playing hockey with his son, which is probably the Canadian version of I'd like to go peacefully in my sleep. Uh, dude, listen. That's yeah, the most Canadian way to My die, dad right? has seen a couple people die playing hockey. That's pretty intense, right? Yes. It is. And, you know, I think my dad has finally said, okay, I'm done. You know, and he's like, what, 73? Yeah. And so he played hockey twice a week. You know, I think last year he was a ref. He decided, well, I'm not going to play, but I'll ref. Yeah. So it's probably smart. I think now he's like, well, because because the Breister's insane. He's 73, but he thinks he's 20. Mm. So he would dive in front of the puck. He would get come home and he'd have like a giant bruise, like a you know huge on his chest. He was like, yep, blocked a shot. <laughs> like, are you insane? You're going to so, die. Alan Thick started having chest pain shortly before <laughs> noon yesterday. Then he got nauseous and vomited. He was mm. rushed to the hospital. He was pronounced dead. He was best known for playing the dad, Dr. Jason Seaver, on Growing Pains, which ran from 1985 to 1992. More recently, he appeared on How I Met Your Mother, This Is Us, and Fuller House. Just yesterday, as I mentioned on Twitter, he said, Season 2, Fuller House, looking good. I like even the ones I'm not in. And he also, which is a weird, like, offshoot of his career, he wrote a ton of TV theme songs. Like, Alan Thicke wrote all of these. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. Different strokes, yeah. Different strokes and things. Different strokes and things. Different strokes and move the world. Take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. And also Wheel of Fortune, I guess. <laughs> no way. The original Wheel of Fortune theme song, which is this. So that's where his kid gets the music stuff yeah. from. Must Somehow I knew this. Life. And now here's the host of our show, Jack Perry. I mean, they're horrible. Yeah. I, mean, I just want to point that out. Really, really bad. I mean, listen to this music. Let's not let's not say he was Mozart. Yeah, what a talent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's just hitting keys there randomly. Just had to come up with cheesy eighties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Show. He was good at that. Well, and his it makes sense. Look, his son is cheese too. Robin right. Thicke, yeah. his son. Good he had cheese. two other sons. Um, Carter, who he played hockey with, Brennan, and then Robin Thick. He's survived by his third wife, Tanya who had just posted a photo two days before her husband's death of them together. Uh, Robin Thicke, another one of Andy's most hated celebrities, called his dad, quote, the greatest man I've ever met. 
He said the good thing was that he uh, was beloved and he had closure. I saw him a few days ago, and I told him how much I loved and respected him. All sorts of celebrities have paid tribute to him on social media. Several members of the Fuller House cast released statements. Bob Saget said, so sad is the passing of Alan Thicke, such a good husband, father, brother, and friend. He'll be deeply missed, except by Andy Green. (laughs) (laughs) Just in peace, dear. I really am not affected by his death. (laughs) No, it's so funny because I've seen people write just very touching things about how he's America's dad. And, uh, he's not my dad. Not my dad. No, exactly. (laughs) And like, uh, I just, every time I see one, I just start laughing because I'm like, Andy's just thrilled. Yeah, so they (laughs) said, yes. Oh, big time. It's bittersweet in a way where like, I thought I would at least at one point in my life, at some point, get to look at him and be like, you suck, Alan Thick. Yeah, you didn't get to say it. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm sorry that was taken from you. No, but I mean, even his son's names, come on, Carter. Brennan. <laughs> like, I'd never hang out with a Carter or a Brennan. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We're the only morning I... show in the world that's, like, poking fun at Alan Thicke's death this well, morning. You know, I, I don't mean, want anyone to die, but... I didn't want him to I die, mean, but... You I didn't mean, want him to live either. I didn't want him to ever... I didn't want to ever see him on TV again. Yeah. Well, now I'm... It's the opposite. What is it's it? going to be Alan Thicke time. I don't know if you've ever explained truly why do you hate Alan hates so Alan much. thick face and his thick ways. <laughs> yeah, he hates the thick family. I don't know if you know <laughs> the thickness of the entire him. family. He hates the thicks. I don't even know who his wife is, but I probably hate her. Tanya. Yeah, Tanya? she's cute. Is this like third or fourth wife? Wow, yeah. great husband. <laughs> <laughs> and the tributes keep pouring in. <laughs> I watched Growing Pains too, and oh, who didn't? I, and I don't really. I wasn't like real connected to that. Well, character. okay. So my my point was before. Um, so we lost Florence Henderson mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago. She was America's mom. That's what they called her. Yeah. Who was America's dad? If not Alan Thick, oh, who he was not America's? Who dad. was America's dad? Well, America's it dad. used Tony to be. Danza. <laughs> no. Who was the boss? Tony Danza. <laughs> I, I, you're. I we think lost was our dad. Say, Bill Cosby? Yeah, we lost him. Yeah, he probably would have been America's be. dad. Yeah. Yeah, that. I'm trying to think of the anyone else. Wouldn't Carl Winslow. It's more of America's dad, I think. Carl Winslow. Hey, there you go. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> did I do that? Family Ties. Michael. Oh, Michael Keaton. Uh, dad. Yeah. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Not Michael, Michael J. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Was Fox's Keaton? dad. No, he wasn't. What was his My, name? Um, God. Family Ties, Dad. 80s it trivia. was Keaton. It was yeah, that's where Keaton? I got the Keaton from. Yeah. I think Homer Simpson's America's, mm. America's Dad. There you go. He played Stephen right. Keaton on the show. Yeah. But his name was Michael Gross. Michael Gross. Sorry. He died a long time ago, right? Or no? No, he's still alive. Oh, he's still alive? Yeah. I don't really see. Yeah, like I think. Dad, I, yeah, I don't think he was. But uh, I'm trying to think of like famous dads. It's got to be. It's got to be Bill Cosby. It's got to be right? Cosby, right? Before Cosby got all rapey. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely was. Someone else said so Al sad. Bundy. Al Bundy makes more sense in these Al days. Bundy Al does. Bundy does. Okay. Okay. You know what? Al Bundy is I'll, America's dad. I'll take Al. I'll take, I'll take Al Bundy. I watched a lot of Al Bundy. Yeah, me too. That's Al a good Bundy, choice, actually. Al Bundy is shockingly like my own father. <laughs> <laughs> they both spent a majority of time with their hand down their pants. Yeah. Adam, so we lost... Um, Mrs. Brady, she was America's mom. Alan Thicke died. Some people called him America's dad, but who's America's dad to you, Adam? 
got to be Bob Saget from Full House if you're a 90s kid. Oh, no. I hated mm. him, too. Yeah, I guess him. if you're a 90s kid, maybe. Yeah. You know, you grew up watching Full House. Uh, someone said John Goodman. Tim, oh, John Goodman, yeah. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Just depending on your age, right? Yeah, it all depends. All this falls all depends. John Goodman was uh, Roseanne. Yep. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I like I like John Goodman. Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. Mm. A lot of people say Uncle Phil. I guess I never pictured my dad as black. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm well, a white man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. But still, I mean, I don't know. My dad is so much like Al Bundy. Like, my dad was never as nice as any of those other dads. No, dude. I think my dad is more like Al Bundy, too. Al Bundy like, is probably more of a typical, not a TV dad. Like, Alan yeah. Fick, the TV dad, doesn't exist in real life. No. Right. There are none of them. Jeez. He's like, let me teach you a lesson after I just supported everybody's dreams. And, <laughs> yeah. Let's have a talk and hug each yeah, other like, over This dinner. is a conversation Alan Fick had on his TV show. Let's see if oh, you God. had a, a conversation like this, Sandy, with your dad. Mm. Dad? Mike? It is Mike, yeah? <laughs> no, it couldn't be. My Mike was supposed to be home at 1 a.m. Uh, Dad, I know I missed my curfew. Oh, well, you admit you have one. That's progress. Hey, Dad, isn't tonight the time when we turn the clocks back to the time change? No, Mike, that's in October, which is when you're going to be grounded till unless you give me a good explanation where you've been. Okay. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me get comfortable here. You know how I love these stories. So, uh, what'll it be tonight, Mike? You were, oh, you saved some lives, I bet. Huh? Wait, wait. Uh, I can't even listen to that. Yeah, that's no. all. No. I mean, I just can't believe I wasted my childhood I mean? watching yeah. this. Yeah, you did. Now I just feel really bad about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. And honestly, can, I'm going to be honest about that show is that I have in my brain, I, I, I hate everyone on that show now because mm-hmm. of the tragic turn that that Kirk Cameron guy made. Oh, I know. So oh, he's once he went. Last warrior, right? He went like crazy. You know, I was like, no, man, nope, 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 nope. I think, I don't know, I think most people's dads that I talk to, they're like miserable like my dad was. That's why Al Bundy, I think, is America's dad. I do, I think so, too. uh, A lot of people sing Homer Simpson. Yeah. 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 Um, Jim, what's your suggestion for America's dad? Uh, Yeah, Mr. C from Happy Days. Yeah, I guess for the older generation, right? You know, if you're probably in your 50s and up. Yeah, and I mean, I I watched a ton of Happy Days on reruns like me, when I was too. young kid, so I could see that. Yeah, but uh, not a single person has said it was Alan Thicke. Is no, is that nope? I'm gonna start hashtagging. Not my dad. <laughs> this is again. People oh, start yesterday. I did. I some, really did. Someone dies, and people start to say so many nice things. I know. He's just how, because how will we go on without Alan Thicke? <laughs> Who will teach us our lessons? Who Who will host our exercise fitness competition videos? Who will tell who will warn me about the IRS? Who will write terrible songs and make talentless children? Successful, talentless children. Who has failed three wives, but the fourth means he's the greatest husband that's ever lived. (laughs) This is so bad, but good. I'm trying to find like someone's. I'm trying to find someone's like uh, touching Alan. (laughs) There's a lot of celebrities who said nice things. Yeah, they went to the real A-list. What does Bob Saget have to say about Alan Thicke? 
Okay, and the question. Okay, well, I'm I'm disconnecting about was Alan Thick a part of Full House? He is on Fuller House. He plays the grandpa. Oh, I didn't know that. But see, uh, the connection there too is Kirk Cameron, Candace Cameron from Fuller House is Kirk Cameron's sister. Oh. Right? Okay. So Alan Thicke right. played Kirk Cameron's dad on Growing Pains. Right. And now he plays Candace Cameron's grandfather on Fuller House. Okay. I was wondering, like, what the connection was, but I haven't watched any of the new Full House. Why would I ever watch the new Full House? <laughs> no, don't ever. No. Oh, you're right. I mean, I hate his whole Growing Pains family. <laughs> and his real family. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see the, the <laughs> tributes here that have come up, if oh. any. Um... Ellen DeGeneres. America loved Alan Thicke. I'm so sad he's gone. Sending so much love to his family. Now to breaking news. The oh. sudden death tonight in California of actor and TV host Alan Thicke. Oh, Tony Aiello is in our newsroom now with the late details. Tony? Christine, he hosted talk shows and beauty pageants. <laughs> he wrote theme songs <laughs> and sitcoms. <laughs> is dead of a reported heart attack at age 69. <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Who's going to be there? As a favorite TV dad, he played Jason Seaver, an understanding, patient, stay-at-home father on Growing Pains from 1985 to 1992. I'm very proud of Growing Pains and what it stood for. And uh, that dad, Jason Seaver, was the kind of guy I would aspire to be if I had 12 writers telling me well, how to deal with my kids. Thick rose to fame as a talk show host in his native Canada. His attempt to replicate that success in America with Thick of the Night lasted only one season. Thick of the Night. Thick of the Night. Most recently, a reality show along with his third wife, Tanya. His son, Robin, also found success in pop music, including the 2013 mega smash Blurred Lines. Two years ago, Thick joked about using his son's success to boost his own career. I am perfectly happy to exploit him to the fullest possible degree. Hollywood is reacting to Thick's sudden death. There we go. Bob Saget calling him a good husband, father, brother, and friend. Ellen DeGeneres tweeted, America loved Alan Thick. I'm so sad he's gone. Thick was That's an avid every... athlete. He reportedly was playing hockey with his son Carter just before that fatal heart attack. Okay, hold on. You're going to call me an amateur athlete if I just went out and played a little bit of hockey? I guess. I technically am an amateur athlete. Yeah, exactly. You played some volleyball in your time. I played volleyball. <laughs> I, uh, what haven't I done? Yeah. I'm America's dad. <laughs> wow. No, have you guys seen that fitness video where he's like, it's like a weird aerobics competition from the 80s? And Did Alan Thicke was... watch it or something? Probably. It sounds familiar to me. Yes. It's like out of nowhere, you're like, this couldn't get any worse. And then, bam, add Alan Thicke to the mix. Is that the thing where the people were working out like aerobic dance? Yeah, it's like if you type heat? in like aerobics competition, <laughs> Alan Thicke, your nightmares will be answered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Aerobics competition. Competition. Th Alan Thicke. There it is. Is this the... Right I there don't know at if the that's... tippy top. <laughs> Is that the one? Am I? That's that... the one. Okay, I'll just. The 1988 Crystal Light movie, normally scheduled at this National time. Aerobic Championships. Yeah, this is just people dancing in aerobics. So people dancing. Where does Alan Thicke? Oh, there, there he is. is. Yeah, watch him come out. That's the worst. 
Andy's watched every piece of this. I have. Thank you very much, hello, and welcome to the Super Bowl of Aerobics. Now, with me, there's one of them now. And they've qualified to be here by winning one of the ten regional competitions held this year throughout the United States. Now, as you may know, the first aerobic games, we've come a long way. They were organized way back when by the ancient Greek fitness instructor, Aerobicus. He used to work out with his friends, Nautilus and Gluteus. And oh. oh, my Jesus. Yeah. No. Try, try and watch. I don't know. If, I think, have you, did have you, you send seen... this to us, Andy? We've, We've watched it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, like, yeah. You know, like, you have to watch I this. I send it to every new friend. <laughs> <laughs> just, he likes to lay the groundwork. For who he likes and who he hates. Because it's shocking when you find out my how much I hate Alan Thicke. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's shocking Most for people. Most people so. can't understand it. Right. You know? They can't I, get, I get it because I feel like every time I heard that man talk, I felt like he was smug. Mm -hmm. He was smug and it was like, uh, <laughs> the guy's dead. Oh, that's so funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's dead now. He's cold. <laughs> he can't defend himself. Ah, oh, wow. But yeah, I, I, it's the smugness. And then I was just like, I remember being a kid and that growing pain show would come on. I'd be like, that's not, if I ever met a family like this, I, <laughs> I don't think I'd like them. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I hate All that right. guy's dad. Well, there you go. Alan Thick, dead at the age of sixty. <laughs> it is shocking. He see, did seem healthy, and it is a little shocking that he that he passed. Uh, yeah. Well, I just also, you know, I mean, uh, usually you you, it's like he had time. You know what I mean? It's not like he died on the ice. A lot of these guys, like that, my dad saw die. They die right on the ice. Mm. You know, and they're dead before yeah. anyone shows up. He had pains, nauseous. You know what I mean? And they they brought him to the hospital, and they couldn't do anything. So, that's crazy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Alan Thick. In other celebrity news today, mm -hmm. uh, I thought we could coast into the holidays without any more weirdness, but I was wrong. Kanye West met with Donald Trump yesterday at Trump Tower. <laughs> Donald Trump took a meeting with as he's preparing to be president. He took a meeting with Kanye West. Fifteen minutes he got with him, mm -hmm. which they say a meeting with a president like 15 minutes is a ton of time. Of course it is. Of course it is. And then they came downstairs in front of the gold elevators, yeah. or whatever, and they Stick took a, photos. Yeah, take it was some very pictures. awkward. Kanye, well, I guess, reason, reached out to Donald while he was in New York for other business. His rep said they are old friends. They discussed a wide range of topics. It was a very good discussion. After the meeting, Trump told reporters, we've been friends for a long time. Really? Yeah. He said they discussed life. Kanye didn't answer any questions. Then he tweeted, though, I wanted to meet with Trump today to discuss multicultural issues. These issues, including bullying, supporting teachers, modernizing curriculums and violence in Chicago. Like Kanye West is going to give me this information. Yeah, someone wrote that for him, I think. Jesus. He said, I feel it's important to have a direct line of communication with our future president if we truly want change. Ivanka Trump, I guess, was at the meeting, too. Of course she was. They did not discuss Kanye performing at Donald's inauguration. Um, and also Kanye had said that now he's going to hold off on his presidential run until 2020 or 2024 after meeting with Trump. So he'll let Trump serve two terms before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Nice of him. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, hold on. Hold on a second. We're going to have two terms of Trump and then Kanye West for two terms. Jeez. That should just about do it. Right. It'd be great. That'll end it. That'll end it yeah. all. 
Where's the Alan Thick humor when you need yeah, it? Yeah, really. Where's his fatherly advice? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? When you need, when you need it, America's dad. Perfect hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, last week, Forbes released some of the data that showing that Johnny Depp was the most overpaid actor in Hollywood for the second year in a row. We talked about that. But now they're releasing their list of who's the biggest bargain. So who brings in the most money for the cheapest salary? Hmm. And for the second year in a row, it's Chris Evans. Oh. Captain America. Captain America. He is the biggest bang for the buck. He returned about $135 at the box office for every dollar he was paid. Just by comparison, Johnny Depp brought in $2.80 for yeah. every dollar he's paid. Yeah. Was it him or Captain America? Oh, I think Captain America. I think it's Captain America. Well, sure, but he's the actor. Yeah. Right? So Chris yeah. Pratt was second, thanks to Jurassic World and Guardians of the Galaxy. But, I mean, that was before he really blew up, right? He had signed on to both of those roles, so the salary probably wasn't huge. He returned 125 bucks for each dollar he was paid. No, because didn't he, like, Chris Evans came off of a failure of Fantastic Four, right? He was in Fantastic Four. Yeah, he's the Human Torch. Yeah. Oh, so he was the Human he's Torch. He's the Human Torch, and he, he failed, and that's why they got him so cheap. Because they didn't want to give up on him. They're like, this, there's something about this guy. He's going to be, he's going to be a star or whatever, you know, and they got him cheap. Uh, other big celebrity deals. Scarlett Johansson is third on the list. She returns about 88 bucks for every dollar she's paid. Mila Kunis is fourth. Vin Diesel is fifth. Then Jennifer Aniston, Ben Affleck, Robert Downey Jr. I would have thought that he's making so much money. He's, but I guess his movies make so much money. Yeah. He's a great investment. And then it's a tie between Matt Damon and Jennifer Lawrence for ninth place. They return about 17 bucks for every dollar they're paid. Hmm. Oh, they're the celebrity bargains. Uh, Suicide Squad was kind of a mess to a lot of people, but one of the things everybody agreed on was that Margot Robbie was amazing as Harley Quinn. No surprise that DC is going to go back to that well. They're now doing an all-female movie called Gotham City Sirens, and Margot will be back as Harley, of course. It's based on a comic book series that teamed Harley with fellow villains Catwoman and Poison Ivy. So it's basically a porno. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It'll do well. Don't you think? Yeah. Hot chicks in tight outfits. Yeah. Now, so do they end up just fighting the chicks of the DC universe? So like Batgirl, you know, Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's how to do it, I think. And then, of course, a pillow fight scene. Now, there's still a Suicide (laughs) Squad. (laughs) Pillow fight scene essential. Yeah. There's still a Suicide Squad sequel in the works, but that's going to be... down the road, and then they're also doing a standalone flick for Will Smith's character, Deadshot. Mm. So all those in the works after Suicide Squad. They're lucky that I'm not directing that film, because it'd be just so... I mean, there'd be stuff written about me so bad, because it'd be like they'd fight in an oil refinery, (laughs) or like a Crisco factory. Right, and just sliding all over the place. Yeah, it would be just... It would be like uh, oil wrestling. Like, now your big waterfall fight scene's coming up, ladies. All right, I need you guys on top of your game. Everyone's in white outfits for this this. They got out of the Victoria's Secret fashion show, but they had to fight each other in this vat of oil. Chuck, you're a billionaire. You'll be a billionaire. 
You I would. know, but no one will hire me. <laughs> uh, now, uh, here's a geeky reason to go to Japan. Universal Studios Japan has just confirmed Super Nintendo World, featuring rides and attractions themed after Nintendo games. And it's going to be fairly Mario-heavy. That's their signature game, of course. Yeah. But um, you can look forward to getting a photo op with actors walking around looking like Princess Peach, Dorgon. Uh, Universal has also announced similar plans for their Orlando and Hollywood parks. No official date, though, carved in stone. Is there really that much? I mean, is it that crazy popular? You see James? James is like on cloud nine a little bit there. Was he? Yeah. Dude, I would totally go. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think the Nintendo and the Mario stuff is huge, especially in Japan. It's like even bigger than what it is over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm a little, it's it's weird, but I think I was a little too old when Nintendo came out for me to be, like, obsessed with, like, a Mario-based game. In fact, I didn't even like the Mario-based games all really? that much. Like, I was, yeah, was a little big... bit on the upper yeah. side of that, you know? Now, I liked Link. Uh, that was a cool game, but I mean, I I wasn't big on the Mario Brothers. That is great. It must be like I because I hit it right in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Like of it, like Mario was a big part. There was like a cartoon. They used to have Captain Lou Lou. What was the Albano? Name? Yeah, yeah, Captain yeah. Lou Albano played Mario, and he did dance and rap. Yeah. Well, like in James, <laughs> when you talk about like the Super Mario Kart or whatever, like that was the James all time ma- most mastered game. Yeah, I was oh, wow. really good at that game. Yeah. Well, so then, yeah. And I never played it growing up. Yeah. So, I played 1, 2, and 3 Mario, yeah. Super Mario Brothers. One more story here from the Riff Files this morning. Matthew McConaughey did an interview with Playboy, and it is wild. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, he confirmed that classic story about his father's death, first off. One that um, where he died screwing his mom. He said, that's true. My father did die making love to my mother. He said, that captures a lot of whom my mom is. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> my mom's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was horny. Real horny. At least it beat me to the punch, the whore punch on that yeah. one. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah. Apparently they got it on like gangbusters. Yeah. And they fought hard too. Uh, he said, my mom's middle finger broke four times because of popping my dad on the forehead until he finally had to go snap. Mom, he says, to this day is the first one to say, oh, I asked for that. Wait a second. He would break her finger? Yes. His dad broke his mom's finger four times. Jesus. What a... Because she was continually popping him on the forehead. So he'd grab it and snap it. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. That's a... That's a... Okay, listen to this, though. This is is the craziest part. (laughs) That is. Uh, Uh, Let me put this out there. I bet there's no one listening whose dad has given them the birds and the bees talk like this. Okay. Andy's is, I bet Andy's is close. (laughs) This is how he describes his dad giving him the talk. Mm -hmm. He goes, hey, buddy, drop your pants. Let's see what you got. He said, okay, these right here, as he grabbed his balls, they're what really make a baby. This little guy here, as he grabs his dong, it's where the semen comes out. Oh, Jesus. That dad did not do that. No. (laughs) He said, I'm sure the old shower heads hit it a few times when you were playing with yourself and it felt great. Good God. He said it was a man-to-man, son-to-dad talk. It was really cool. Any kind of uh, taboo thing was off the table. We could uh, say whatever we want. Mm. Explains why Matthew McConaughey is really a strange man. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot imagine 
a father-to-son discussion about the birds and the bees with actual junk handling or real <laughs> junk. Oh, no, it doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. Very bizarre. No. My dad tended to stay away from my junk. <laughs> <laughs> think, uh, I think, thank uh, God. Probably mostly because he felt bad for it because he knows it's his fault. Yeah. You know? Say, like, oh boy. You guys, that's uh, why that's so true. It's why he's messed up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's super messed up, too. No one has ever gotten a Birds and the Bees talk like Matthew McConaughey. Right. Um, No. He also addressed his arrest for playing the bongos naked. Mm -hmm. He said, quote, my first call was to my mother. I was feeling guilty because I was not raised to be in jail. But he said, at the end of the day, what's wrong with beating on your drums in your birthday suit? He said, I have no regrets about the way I got there, but what's the lesson? Shut the window that has the beautiful scent of jasmine blowing in because it's two in the morning and you might wake a neighbor. No. Uh, I smell jasmine. <laughs> Crack that window. Lots yeah, of lots he of was drugs. high as a kite, nude, playing bongos, and he pissed off a couple neighbors. Right. You never just smell jasmine. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he just gets weirder and weirder as he gets older, too. Well, the older you get, the more like your dad you become. So, like, uh, for a while, he was just him, his own self. Right. But he's going to morph into his dad. Mm-hmm. He will. And if his dad is nuts, then he will end up nuts. It's if, just the way it is. If my dad had given me the talk like that, we never would have talked again, I don't think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll run for the hills. Conversation you, you run have. for the hills. Something's wrong with dad. <laughs> Something is Something's wrong. Something's gone wrong with dad. That's weird. That's a weird thing to do to your kid. And to tell people about it is even stranger. He doesn't really hold back, he'll tell you. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, no family secrets with him. Mm-mm. I mean, I like the dude. I like that craziness of him, but I also think he's messed up. Yeah, he's a mess. I mean, I like him as an actor and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's he's funny. Like, to me, his yeah. life is funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, a little uh, odd in those car commercials. But. Well, those are sure. weird. Yeah, those are real weird. But I like, I loved him in Wolf of Wall Street and... I like. Oh, yeah. I love Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's in some great roles. Yeah. But I guess he you can pull from a dark place. <laughs> That's your where dad he has cupped your balls. Yeah, I mean he did. <laughs> he channeled the ball cupping for those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said he probably said, "Nice ball, son. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right." This guy said, "My dad took me out fishing on a boat in the middle of the lake and said, all right, boy, what do you know about women?'" Said he was an evil genius because I had nowhere to go. Uh, oh, geez, here we go. My dad didn't really even give me a talk. It was just like, there was no, like, it used to be like I was a kid and then my dad would rent some movies with scenes I shouldn't see. And right. then he'd be like, cover your ad, boy, or whatever. And then, like, cue to like a year and a half later, he's talking about having a glazed donut face and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's how you know you. That's when you are a man. gave the fungalingus correctly. Yeah. <laughs> this guy said, my brother's birds and the beast talk for my dad was. Is good, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that was the whole talk. Yeah. Wow. You know, the Brister was terrified of like a little, uh, a little Chuck the Freak. So he, he least, uh, bought books and stuff. And like we had to sit down and read these books. Really? It was all about it. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. 
My like dad as a family. Oh, I had the foresight, I think, to know that it was going to be quite some time. Like I probably <laughs> he had a little yeah. extra time. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you don't have to worry out. about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust me, you'll figure it all out before you ever have a chance to do it. <laughs> and there's my dad still to this day who hasn't mentioned the word sex to me. Really? Yeah. No. You just mom. kind of figured it all out on your own. Yeah. My, well, yeah. I had. Well, he was 13. Okay. Same age as his son. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my God. I hate him. <laughs> I had the talk after I had sex. Yep, too late with my. That's mom. too late, by the way. You need the talk beforehand, mm. right? Yes, Dave. Right, Dad. Okay. All right, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> when we come back in just a moment, Riff News continues here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. When two Southern women were distracted looking for candles, what did they do to their car? Nineteen prisoners died on death row this year. What were their last request? And was a woman attacked for using too many coupons at the grocery store? We'll get to those stories. Sports and bitches be tripping all on the way as we come right back here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. If you think life is hard, try working with Chuck <laughs> the Freak. Tough. It's Honest tough. to God, try working no, with Chuck the Freak and it. see it's how tough. hard your life is. It's tough. Because he's a I'll get goddamn mine. butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get mine. Don't I want to see the, like, after the show's ended 10 years, you guys are getting interviewed about your careers. Oh, yeah. And Dave, Dave said, oh, Chuck, well, if I could sum him up, uh, I'd probably call him a goddamn butthole is what yeah. I'd call him. Do you know that uh, <laughs> on the eve of my son's 13th birthday... <laughs> He told me he was going to be banging soon, but he used more colorful language than that. It's so true. You know how big of a dick move that is? I'm having a real hard time, honestly, with this. Uh, I mean, it's just another life milestone, but you're about I'm, to have a teenager. I'm, I'm going to have son. a teenager. Yeah. I, like, I'm yeah. having a hard time with it, too, because I didn't know he was turning 13, and I'm shocked. My oldest yeah, son is yeah. going to be 13. Like, you remember, happened. right? Yeah. Remember when he was born? I remember being on the air, like calling yeah. into you guys as he was being born. Yeah, yeah, you know, from the delivery room. It's, it's not possible. It's crazy. He's going to be thirteen this week. So yeah, it's really like hitting me hard. Yeah. And so when you turn to your friends to console you and say, "Oh, you're just a young guy, Dave," or "Don't worry about him, man. Everything's going <laughs> to yeah. be great. He's still a kid." No, you get uh, a goddamn butthole Chuck the Freak who's yeah. like, oh, he's probably going to be up for now. I just, uh, I just hope he doesn't make the same life choices as Dave. That's all. You know, Dave made some bad life choices at 13. Don't listen. If you see your son in a trench coat, stop him. Well, see, stop I, him. I, I'm, I'm, you know, listen, things can happen anywhere, right? Yes. Honestly, I've learned mm-hmm. that through the years. But my parents let me go to Ireland and spend a full summer there when I was 13. With my yeah. cousins in charge of me, basically. Yeah. You Older know? cousins, yeah. So I put on a trench coat, went out to the bars, and got laid. Yeah. 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 13. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, the dad there's a 13-year-old Andy was so far away from any bits. There's <laughs> <laughs> no chance. I might have just had seen one in a porn on TV or something. Yeah, that's probably it. I, I saw it in, like, a magazine that I found in someone's back alley. You know what I mean? That's it. Where did I did found magazines in like an abandoned house or something when we when oh. I was a kid? Graphic ones. So your son doesn't listen to the show, right? No, that he's not allowed. Well, well, he's not he allowed thinks. to at home. That's what he thinks, and he really doesn't get a shot. Do you think he like, would want to? Um, I've you know he's 
we talk like buddies sometimes. I'm still his dad, right? Yeah. But we talk like buddies, and I'll say, hey, you know, it's just not appropriate for you, and there's no need. Because he's want to listen more, though. Yeah, I know, exactly. Maybe. If he heard that, what we like, just Like, I just about. lie about what this show's about. Like, <laughs> Stella's convinced uh, that literally it's about cupcakes and cooking. <laughs> 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 Which is what I wish the show was about. <laughs> 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 That's Lisa Wade's time. show. Yeah. <laughs> cupcakes and cooking. Yeah. <laughs> With Lisa Way. Wouldn't be um, highly rated, but it's not you know. the same. But yeah, I mean, I, my grandma thinks I do like a real Andy Green radio program. Yeah, exactly. Today the weather. We'll talk about the weather for twenty minutes. Yeah, well, my Indian in-laws thought I was like the Peter Jennings of the radio. <laughs> yeah, for years and years, right? It's so crazy. You have to hide what you do. For yeah, a when you point because when you talk about buttholes and yeah. odd, my grandma the other odd. day asked me to send her a tape. A tape. Well, you know what? A tape. We need it, <laughs> Grandma. You know what you like, do? We'll just take down some of the old Andy Green radio program stuff. Put it all together, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, well, the things you said about women are They're interesting." They're totally right. <laughs> They're so right. She's old. She yeah. might. She's the, from a different. Time. Yeah, she might still, you know, but, be yeah. brainwashed like that. She asked me the other. I'm like, "Oh, Grandma, I don't know. <laughs> it's your speed." <laughs> Lisa, what does ripcord mean? <laughs> you bet that question? Yes, I bet that question. Oh, yes, that question. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's when someone pees out of someone's butt hole. They poop and they poop themselves. They poop all over your chest. <laughs> and ripcord. I don't tell them. <laughs> Well, when I DJed at a strip club, too, my grandma was convinced I worked at something she referred to as a discotheque. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing, doing something as me, spending his uh, ones and twos yeah. at the discotheque. It's not the impressive job that you, you know, like, I didn't even want my kids' teachers to know what I did. Now, by this point, they know, right? Yeah, but they know. For the first many years, I just, I would not tell them. Yeah. Well, because you never know how someone's going to take it. You know, we got a lot of fans, but then there are some people out there that are like, the devil! They're the devil! <laughs> exactly. And I don't want them judging my kids based, yeah, on, based on me. On that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the butthole stuff I do. Mm-hmm. It does add a new element to this whole thing. It does. I'm just saying, though, watch out for that trench coat. <sighs> well, it's coming. Unfortunately. Where you going in that trench coat? So if I seem out of it this <laughs> exactly. week, it's, I'm having these like moments where I, it's all I can think of is that I have a 13-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. Really, really weird. All right, anyways, enough of that. We are live in the Gold Star Law Studio at 751 here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. And a reminder, if you're working more than 40 hours a week and not receiving overtime pay, you could be entitled to get that unpaid overtime, even if you're a salary employee. Gold Star Law, give them a call at 248-851-GOLD to find out how. Not just tough, but gold star tough. More Riff News on the way. Sports and bitches be tripping. It's also a how ugly are they? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's coming up in just a bit. Dave and Chuck the Freak. You stupid whore, wake up. 101 WRIF. There is something that is more likely to happen to you in Detroit than any other city in the country. I have a guess. I have a guess. What is it? Flat tire? No. No. Um, That would make sense. I've had more here than anywhere else in my entire life. Hmm. More in Detroit. Than anywhere else in the country. Contract an STD? Oh, it's big high. It's high. It's high here. I'm it's not high sure here. If, if not sure if we're the highest. It is slip on ice. Oh, mm. well. We that. are the nation's slipperiest city. That's, <laughs> that's, that's our my new title. Biggest fear. Yeah. One of them. There's like a Slipping death trap ice. at the bottom of my. It's like this area 
that collects all this water, and there's like yeah. a sheet of ice. About got me this morning. I had a little whoop, 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 whoop. Yep, 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 is it because we're all supposed to clear stuff off and none of us do? That's it. Yeah. It's ranked on how slippery sidewalks are uh, during snow or ice events, and uh, we're really bad at cleaning stuff up in a lot of parts of Detroit. So we are the slipperiest city in the country. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo, New York's next, followed by Hartford, Connecticut, Columbus, Ohio, and Chicago. Mm. Yeah. We, we, are, we are the country's slipperiest city. Detroit. Come to my slippery city. Well, I'm telling you, we were like, uh, we went out to lunch or whatever, and there's like a little back area, and I was like, man, I should just, I should just take a header right here and crack my skull open, and I'll be just living the high life. That's what I, I keep <laughs> yeah, thinking, like, uh, yeah, if I slip and fall on this thing that they're not taking care of, I'd be like, welcome to Andy's Apartments. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I, I remember my, uh, my grandmother went to a library. And there's like the ramp or whatever for people who have a hard time with stairs. And it was all ice and she fell and broke her hip. Mm-mm. And I was like, Grandma, please sue the Jesus out of these people. She was like, no, hell no. My grandma My fell. fault. I should have watched where I was going. They don't. The old, they older don't. people don't I like mean, to it- sue. No, she didn't. She wouldn't sue him. I mean, she had, it was clear cut. I mean, the city would have. Broken hip. Yeah. She was young enough, I think, even at that point to like, for it to not be, like she bounced right back from it. Mm. You know what I mean? She wasn't old enough to where that was going to take her down or whatever, but, uh, but still it was like, oh, Chuck the freak would have had his suing pants on. Grab me my suing pants. Oh my god. I don't even even have I'd have to go buy some suing pants. I mean I would. If I fall at a government facility, oh my god. Hello, my good man. Point me to your suing pants. Ah yes. I need your suing pants. I'd like you to tailor me some suing pants. Someone said, slippery a city. You should see all the activity and equipment in the city the night after a snowstorm to clear it. But I guess, uh, one, um, the city's so big with not a lot of people. You know, we we went through those years where many streets didn't even get plowed because there was only one or two houses on them, yeah. mm. you know. Um, so that all plays into the it. sidewalks. And it's the sidewalks. It's not, yeah, you know, it's, like it's the people sidewalks. People don't take care of them yeah. or whatever. Or there's no one living there to take care of it. Right. No, because I think if you have a sidewalk in front of your house and someone bites the dust on it, you could be in big trouble, right? Isn't that, uh... I think. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. You have to make sure it's I'm clear. sure somebody yeah. else put their suing pants on. Yeah, exactly. Would. Well, if I see you slip, I'm, I'm going to finish the job. You know, yeah, you got to drag go. you to a neighbor's house. Someone said Columbus, Ohio <laughs> was the worst. I slipped so hard my shoe flew off in front of a crowd of people. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Columbus. I didn't find it very slippery. No. No. Um, a video has been circulating online unfortunately, for Great Lakes Crossing because it shows a cockroach in the food court there. Jesus. And Great Lakes Crossing has now responded to this. Fox 2 has the update. Take a listen. Uh Uh-oh, it's on mute. Uh, mute. Hold on, let me unmute. 
the Great Lakes crossings. Tonight, the mall is responding. A Fox 2 viewer sharing the video on Facebook over the weekend. Mm. It only shows a single cockroach, but she says there were many more on the walls. Oh Great Lakes crossing responding with this statement saying, quote, we are committed to listening to our customers and providing the best possible experience for our guests. We have a zero tolerance policy for vendor violations and took immediate action when this matter was brought to our attention. The statement goes on to say, as a state Standard business practice, we routinely inspect all aspects of our property. Additionally, our restaurants adhere to strict state-mandated and Oakland County Health Department codes. Hmm. There's never just one cockroach. No, no there isn't. No. And I feel like if you were looking all the time, you would have found them. When they're, when they're on the walls on the outside of the food cart, court wall... Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that means that some place in there is just crawling with them. Mm. Seems to be. That's a good possibility. But hopefully down that they... So what do you have to do there? Do you think they, they just have to, they have to close everything down? Close it all down? Seal everything up and yeah. fumigate the place. Mm-hmm. And just hope that you you get them. Uh, Florida woman, we were just talking the other day about all those, you know, tires that were flying through car windows. It was the big news story for years. This is a different one. A Florida woman is lucky to be alive uh, after an ore from a motorhome stabbed through her windshield. <laughs> Here's the story on that from WBBH-TV. Take a listen to their report on this story. For the first time, a Port Charlotte woman is speaking out after a terrifying and bizarre experience on the interstate. Yeah, she was driving back from West Palm Beach on Alligator Alley when a paddle came crashing through her windshield. NBC2's Chris Lovingood spoke exclusively with that woman. And Chris, she only had a couple of seconds to take action. Absolutely right. And look, this is what happened right through there. And this is where she would be sitting normally in the driver's seat. And it was very fast as she acted. Christina Tyson says she was approaching a motorhome in the lane next to her. Now, as this was happening, an aluminum paddle fell from the motorhome. And as it was coming through the windshield, Tyson dodged to her right, got grazed on her shoulder. But she avoided what she says could have been much worse. If I hadn't moved, it would have struck me in the head. And that would have either killed me or you know, crashing, because it would have knocked me out for sure. And Tyson avoided a visit to the hospital, but she plans to get her windshield fixed this week. Florida Highway Patrol says they don't have any new information on the motorhome driver, but Tyson says that's okay. She's just glad she survived unharmed. They said that mm-hmm. if they find the motorhome driver, they could be charged because they did not secure an oar Dude, on their yeah. motorhome. Do you know how many times I've been driving down one of these freeways and you see like a Fred Sanford style, Sanford and Sons, pickup truck Uh that has like three bungee cords holding like an entire person's home that they're transporting somewhere. I'm always like, come on, something is going to fly and hit somebody. Try and stay away from But you just stay away, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't expect an ore to come at you. No. The second I see something that looks shifty, I get out of the path right away. Um, This is disturbing, but interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. In the U.S., 19 prisoners on death row have been executed over this past year. Okay. All of them had last words to say, and all of them had a last meal request. Mm. They've released what that was now. Uh, Most recently was William Sally in Georgia. He apologized for the murder that he committed. His last meal, a pepperoni pizza, chicken wings, and a Coke. Damn. Oscar Ray Bolin Jr. declined any last words, but he rocked out a medium-rare steak, 
with a bunch of sides, key lime pie, and a Coke. It is weird that we give you a last meal. You know, it's like something, there's something real weird about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think it's deserved? Well, I mean, I can't say it's not. I mean, it's not really deserved, no. But I'm I'm not, like, I wouldn't be out there fighting to stop a last meal or whatever. It is bizarre, right? Though. But it's a, it's like an old-timey thing. It's, it's yeah. one of those things that yeah. started, you know, <clears throat> like cowboys. in the dark times. Yeah. And it still, for some reason, exists to this day. Yeah. Um, Christopher Brooks out of Alabama, he had a different kind of last meal. He had um, biscuits, jelly, cheese, and sausage. It's whatever you dream of in prison, right? You've been in there for quite some time. He had two peanut butter cups for dessert mm. and a Dr. Pepper. It's pretty solid. Before his end. The general consensus for last words for those who wanted to say them was apology and prayer. And the last meals overall were generally comfort foods. And steaks was the most popular. Mm. Oh, good steak. I just can't say, keep it coming. I'm not <laughs> saying that. My last meal, I would like one million steaks. <laughs> <laughs> you must give it to me. I'd ask for a million. You must give me a I'm million. I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> Yeah, when do they get a time limit? If they're not done, they yank I it away. So. I'm yeah. not sure. Eventually, they're like, "All right, fella, yeah, time to time to die." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, <laughs> say it like that. Yeah, uh, these must be some seriously amazing candles. Footage posted on YouTube that we put up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com shows a driver and her passenger so intent on finding a candle shop that they drove right over the edge of a loading dock. But then, still, as, like, severe damage has been done to this car, they're still trying to find the freaking candle shop. Well, you got to find it. <laughs> yeah. These two <laughs> southern women. Now we better find it. You just destroyed the What's car. What's the name of the place? It's, uh, Grandview Medical. Uh, candle Supply. Candle Supply. Yeah. Candle Supply. Uh-oh, look out. Right look there? out. Look okay. out. Don't. No. Yeah. I got to. I don't know where the... I don't know. I just tore my car up, though. Listen to it, huh? What in the world was that? Looks like the bottom came out. It was. I looked right through there. It just looked like a rose, didn't it? You don't know. You weren't watching. Terrible. I don't know what's happening. Smoking. Do you know where the candle supply is? <laughs> <laughs> so, the car's destroyed, but they still roll down the window to someone who obviously came running out. Yeah. You know where the candle supply is? I'm trying to find candle supply. That's what we're looking for. What was that? What in the what? hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. What was it? It looked like the road, didn't it? <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> Bad Still need those candles. <laughs> damn candles. I bet they still they got their candles. Oh, I guarantee I they, bet did. they did. Where were they? They must have taken a long like they, Yeah, they weren't anywhere near a store. <laughs> they, they no, looked like they were in a storage yard yeah, for like ships. Like. Yeah, that's what it looked like.
Dave and Chuck the Freak dot com to see that video for yourself. <laughs> oh. What was that? What in the world was that? I don't know. Turns out both of us were not paying attention at all. <laughs> Tore my car up, though. You sure did. I, I got to say, though, I've never seen a loading dock just in the middle like that. It was no. a strange setup. Weird. Me yeah. either, and that's why you, you know that they weren't anywhere where they were supposed to be. Yeah, they you were. know. I mean, then that's it's. I've never seen anything like that. Have you guys heard of polar penis? I think I have it. <laughs> Chuck the Freak, you suffer from polar penis? I believe so. What Constant state of tininess as as if it was cold. that it? It's not it. Oh, then I don't have it. But there is a guy in the Antarctic who is suffering from polar penis and is spreading the word about it. Now, most it? people had never heard about it until... This guy, um, he's an adventurer named Alec Brazier. Uh, he said he knew he was going to feel the cold, but it's unlikely he expected that his dong would feel the brunt of it. He got frostbite on his dong? Two weeks into a three-month, 1,100-mile trek in the Antarctic, this explorer is suffering from a condition known as polar penis. Jesus. Making his penis very cold, very painful, and swollen. Mm. Mm, not the twenty-six-year-old part's kind of a bonus. Yeah. There's a picture of the guy. He's a twenty-six-year-old doctor. He said we found out for some reason I was getting really chilly in the nether regions, and then we discovered there's a phenomenon called polar penis. It sounds hilarious, but it's incredibly unpleasant. Really painful and cold. I'm suffering from it this morning. I have had to put a large, thick woolen hat in my nether regions, and that has made a big difference. I got to tell you, this hat's probably going to stay there now for the next 80 days. So he just had to tell us he put a big, large hat over top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Large, Um, large hat. Temperatures can drop as low as minus 50 in Antarctica. One of the most inhospitable places in the world. Uh, Alex's uh, team of six military reservists taking part in this grueling record attempt. Each of them is on skis, pulling his own sled, containing all their equipment across the snow and ice, battering battling ferocious winds and even icicles forming on their noses. You know, honestly, though, if you're doing this, you deserve to get polar penis. Oh, you yeah, totally do you deserve, do. like, chill dick. You Absolutely. Do. I mean, you're you're pulling a sled across some place where no human's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, what do you expect to happen? Yeah. Yeah, the Earth's like... <laughs> seriously, and you did in the Antarctic. You, yeah. Come on. You didn't think I was bad? You didn't think I was bad down here? No. I'm Antarctica. I'm bad. In fact, look at you. You didn't even wrap your penis in anything. Well, now I'm going to give you polar dick. Yeah. <laughs> polar dick. <laughs> yeah. Jessica said, 26-year-old doctor with a swollen penis, sign me up. <laughs> you have to go to Antarctica, though. Yeah, yeah go find him. Uh, this woman said, polar penis, is there such a thing as polar nipples? Because I've had those symptoms in my nips when it's cold. Hmm. I don't know. Look it up. Polar nipples. Polar nipples. Polar, we're gonna nipples. we're gonna see some things. Polar nipples. The first thing that came up was polar bear nipples. Yeah, I don't oh, want to no. know about them. That's the wrong search. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, no, there's no. there's nothing about polar nipples. Cold nipples. There's polar frozen, tits. Frozen you when you're polar and your tits start to freeze. Oh. Um, but nothing about yeah. But I'd never heard of polar penis before this story. No, but you know what? It's he is just out there. 
You know, he's out there facing the elements. So and most you, people aren't out there facing the elements. You know, you got to wrap them yeah. even more tightly than you would have ever thought. I'd have to say um, this husband may have gotten what he deserved. There's a guy named Dan Deaton and his wife, Stacy, from Greenwood, Indiana. They got into an argument over the weekend. Apparently, Stacy was questioning Dan's loyalty in the relationship. Uh, Dan got physical and kind of hit her on the arm. Mm-hmm. And then he sat on her to try and calm her down. That didn't work. No. She bit his balls. Oh, well, I'm not going to sit anywhere near your teeth. No. So he's like sitting on her face. Looks like it. Or he was like on her shoulders. You know, like maybe pitting her back, was holding her legs and like got his legs on her shoulders. And she just leaned forward and bit him right in the old sack. That'll get me off. I, That'll I, get me off. Here's my question mm-hmm. on the red line. Mm-hmm. How did your balls get bit? <sighs> what happened? It's a different question. <laughs> I think we've ever going to be a lot before. of calls with one way they got bit. <laughs> I had a buddy who got his balls bit. Um, <laughs> what, of course you did. What yeah. led to you getting <laughs> your scrotum bitten? He did. Two four eight. 544-WRIF, 248-544-9743. What happened that led to you getting your balls bit? Um, in this story, the police did track him down. They pulled the husband over because he ran out of the house after she bit his balls. They found uh, bruises on his balls. Toast his balls! After some bruising him. Yeah. Um, but she wasn't arrested. He was. They said uh, his bitten scrotum was self-defense. His mugshot's up at davidchuckthefreak.com. There he is. There's the guy that got his balls. <sighs> pain on a on a pain scale. Oh, if you bitten really balls. No, I mean if if you fit the ball of oh, it. The ball. I can't even. We'll not even talk about that. Yeah, I mean like that's. <clears throat> don't even talk don't, about it, Andy. Don't bite too hard. It's got to be the sack. That's so, the only thing you live through. What happened yeah. to your buddy that got his balls bit? What led to him getting his balls bitten? Okay, so we were like, we were uh, a lot younger, and uh, it was uh, one of my buddies, uh, Andrew, and uh, he showed up one day and had a look on his face. Like, he just had a bad, he was walking funny, and he had quite a look. And we're like, uh, what's up with you, man? Like, what happened? And he was like, guys, <laughs> middle of the night. He's asleep. Uh-huh. He got a cat. His cat somehow, however he was sleeping and the covers were moved, the cat saw his nuts hanging. And the cat decided, I'm going to kill that. Whatever that thing is right there, that sack, I'm putting everything, all of my worst Jesus. into it. So the cat bit down on his ball and scratched it all up with its back, mm. his hind leg. Like it grabbed it, scratched start it up with the, kicked it kicking. with the back legs, trying to tear. It oh was torn God. asunder. Oh, no. Yeah. It tore it up, huh? It tore it up. Like scratched it up. It never ripped fully, but it was it was decimated. Oh, I threw that cat out. Like he couldn't look at a cat anymore. Yeah, you don't. I'd lose. Yeah, he got his balls almost eaten by a cat. Jesus. Irresponsible cat owner. You can't leave your balls out with a cat around. 
No, <laughs> you know what? That is not a joke. That what Lisa's saying is not a joke. This is Lisa Wade. He didn't know Lisa. He didn't know we were young. For the Michigan Humane Society. Was <laughs> an irresponsible cat owner in this holiday season. Don't leave your balls out. I've done, like, adjusting under the covers. Yeah. And, like, little bitty sees activity. And she's like, Phew. And then she's like, Phew. but I had the protection of the covers, you know? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, bitty. No, oh, oh, yeah. She's like, no. it's go time. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh. There's a mouse under there. <laughs> Dad has got a mouse on his balls. I'll kill it. I'll sink all of my nails in it. <laughs> it's, it's, they'll go after whatever's moving. Well, that's just it. It was something... Something tragic. I mean, but he, it was bad enough. He told all, like, he told like five yeah, of us. Bad. He sat us down. Yeah. You <laughs> know, like, down. I'd never tell you if my balls got attacked by a cat, but I've never had my balls attacked by a cat. He had to tell his story. Oh, you tell us. You tell us. Well, I tell you guys, but if I was like, so he was probably 13. I wouldn't have told anyone, but you don't know until you've been almost killed that way. So the calls and texts are coming in. We're wondering what led to you getting your balls bitten. Um, this guy said, in the military, uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, out in the woods, we had a guy get bit on the nutsack by a, bound, a brown recluse spider. Oh, no. Had that's to be rushed it. to the hospital. That's it. What have you done in your life to deserve that? This woman says, when I'm drunk, I become less teeth aware. I accidentally bite sometimes, and it has not ended well. Well, Ski, you got to stop. I don't let you drink ever. I don't I slap a glass of wine on your hand. <laughs> no! Yeah. Another one said, I have a serious phobia, phobia that a squirrel is going to come bite my balls off. Every time I see a squirrel, I squeeze my cheeks just a little. Well, they will run up your pant leg and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if your balls are their number one target. but Aaron from Romulus, how were your balls bitten? Yeah. Uh, penis balls, guys. Oh. Penis bitten uh, balls. Yeah, my uh, my one year old son. He uh, he's two now, but he was a biter, and I uh, was sitting in my armchair, and he come walking up to me, kind of laid his head on my leg like he wasn't feeling good, and bit me in the leg. I said, "Get off me, Isaac!" And then he friggin' got a hold of the boys. Oh man, with the teeth, huh? Yeah, yeah, and it's a pinch bite, so you just want to punch him right in the face, but then you don't want to go to jail for being a bad dad. Yeah. Yep. I was a, I was one of these. I bit people all the time. What were you wearing? Uh, I was wearing jeans, but he got right through the denim. Oh yeah. Oh god. So it could have been much worse, right? Oh, you yeah. had denim oh, yeah, to protect no, you I, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I could have been in the hospital. Ooh. All right, Aaron. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Nick from Warren. How were your balls bitten? Um, me and my ex were uh, having sex, and uh, mm -hmm. we had a sheet draped over us, and my pit bull chaos like to jump on the bed and up and down and get all crazy and then I guess we were going and my things were going back and forth pretty good and he thought it was a game and took a nice little bite on him. Oh man. Your yeah. pit bull your pit bull bit your nuts? Yeah. Yes. We were on our side, kinda had a sheet draped over us and they're low hangers so they were flopping pretty good and he thought it was something else. Oh Jesus. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, mood breaker instantly. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's yeah. the understatement of the year. A pit bull bite to the balls? Come on. Your sack goes into that, like, Batmobile protection mode. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Becomes a hard, looks like a walnut. <laughs> it's as hard as a walnut shell. It is. <laughs> it crunches up. Jesus. Um, <laughs> mine wouldn't survive a pit bull. This oh. guy said, I always used to sleep naked until one day I woke up screaming like a little bitch. My cat bit my penis while I was sleeping. 
I always sleep with boxers on now. Yep, it's, I mean, honestly. They think it's a toy, right? Is that it? I don't. I, they think it's a something. They think it's something to play with. It's yeah, not. It's not. Not <laughs> how they play. <laughs> uh, my friend was high. We were playing around. He was on the ground. He was pretending he was a dog. He ran up, got a hold of my sack, and bit down. Jesus. What the? F- oh, I almost swore. Yeah. I would have kicked your face in. Yeah. I don't care if you're high. When I get high, guys, just to let you know, yeah, ball bite I might bite you Ooh. on the nuts. <laughs> you stay away from my friend. <laughs> I'll try. You don't ever go around that guy again. No, no. Once you find out someone is a high ball biter, that's it. They're not oh, invited over. Oh, man. The question is, how were your balls bitten? This guy said, my girlfriend got lockjaw when she was licking them. On the pain scale, 7 out of 10. Which locked she, down? Lockjaw? I thought lockjaw was like kept it open. Lockjaw's a disease from n- rusty nails and animal feces. Yeah, what's it called though when like your jaw... Tetanus, right? Yeah, is that what it is where like yeah, it freezes or whatever? Yeah, you, you just can't, can't move it. But it doesn't like lock down like it's like... <laughs> This uh, person said, boyfriend's roommate walked in on us when we were in a 69. My boyfriend was startled and latched down on my flitter bits. Oh, my goodness. Startling me. I was, um, she had his balls in Uh her mouth (laughs) and latched down on them. She said, luckily, we were both okay. She could have taken the whole kit and caboodle right there, huh? Yes. That's an awful day. Uh, Buddy and what I are... a position to be discovered in, though. Oh, Lisa. my God. Lisa, that's oh a bad... Oh, my God. Like, Is that the worst position you, to be you, discovered you in? You can be walked in position. on... You can be walked in as a woman on a lot of things, but a full-on set right in your mouth, <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> it's got to be the worst. <laughs> I think balls in your mouth... That's pretty bad. Worst. RJ might be worse. Oh, yeah. RJ's the worst one. RJ yes. might be worse RJ now, one, I think. RJ balls in mouth, too. I mean... Is balls in mouth worse than dong in mouth? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think so it, it is. Goes, it's more advanced. RJ balls, right. It's more advanced. <laughs> you got some extra stripes on your Legion page. Yeah, you do. You got a couple more badges. Oh, my God. What a way, though. <laughs> a couple more badges. <laughs> you do. Uh, this one, a buddy and I were fishing in a boat on a river in Traverse City. All of a sudden, my buddy started screaming, My balls! My balls! Something's biting my balls! What? Stood up in the rowboat, ripped his pants off. There was a wasp's nest under the seat that he was sitting on, and as he moved around, it hit him in the ass and balls. <laughs> he ended up jumping in the river butt-ass naked. You have to at that point. I don't ever... boat with someone and someone starts screaming, My balls! My balls! You're like, what? <laughs> Tell me clearly what's happening! Yeah. Because I'm I just... don't want it to happen to my balls! <laughs> I am. I'm terrified. <laughs> I got an aura. I'm... Like, what's happening? What supernatural force has your balls to us? Are we prevented? I'm waiting to end it for you. Like, I'm... <laughs> You say the word, I'll just club you to death. You start screaming your balls, your balls in a terrifying, painful manner. You got my attention. Oh, like nothing else. Yeah. You could scream fire and I, you don't have my attention as much. Right, exactly. My balls, my balls! What? what? <laughs> tell us! Work through your pain and tell us how do we... 
<laughs> Prevent it. You know, it's funny because it's almost like um, talking to a child when they hurt themselves. That's how it would be. You're in such pain. Like, Rowan hurt himself the other day, and I'm like, what happened? Tell me what hurts. And he's just, nah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't help you, son, until you reveal the place that's injured. <laughs> Tears and screaming. I'm like, I can't. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. That's how you'd be, man, if a wasp was on your nuts. Oh, yeah. You got to get your ball wits about you, though, and, yeah. and get help. Uh, this one just came in. Last night, my husband was playing with our German Shepherd, wrestling around on the floor. The dog got his balls. Mm. He was bleeding pretty good. Mm. They're nice and swollen this morning. We almost went to the emergency room. I mean, if you're playing around with a dog, you don't your balls can't be all wangly-jangly. No. no. You can't do it naked. Hey, I wouldn't be like, you know, doing the like mouse on a string thing oh, with bitties. Oh, no. My naked. balls out. Yeah, naked. Yeah. <laughs> you got the mouse on your leg. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, redneck. Redneck. Hey, ripcord, huh? Ripcord. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yeah, now I got. When I was a teenager, we were working in our barn, and I started screaming. I felt excruciating pain. It was a carpenter ant. I pulled my shorts down. Ooh. It was a big carpenter ant latched onto my testicles. Jesus. How much pain was that? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I thought I was going to pass out. My old man laughed his ass off. He's like, ah, ha, 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 you got bugs, man. You got bugs on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, the yep. old. It was uh, pretty funny. It hurt like hell. Yeah, that's a nice, helpful dad. Come on now. Uh, Jerry from Detroit, we're wondering how people's balls have been bitten after a woman bit her husband's scrotum. What's your story? <laughs> You've been hearing that. Well, anyway, um, well, this is like the story of the one that almost uh, driving. It was uh, summertime. Window was open. My mom and my nephew were in the car. Something flew in the window, hit me in the neck, and, I'm, you know, your reaction is you just start, what is this? What, you know, just start hitting it. And whatever it was, I didn't see what it was, went down my shirt. Took my nephew, after a while driving, took my nephew home. In my sister's kitchen, I told my nephew, I'm thinking, I said, I should, what, what was that? I, I got to find out. So I just undid my pants right there. There was a bee that was on my underwear, on my thing, not the balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't stink, but it was, it was, I, got, I stunned it, I guess, because I whacked it so hard. But it's like, oh, my God. And I just, you know, you right off there in the kitchen. It's like my sister and my mom didn't see it. My nephew's laughing at me, and we're both like, wow. I mean, I but don't, I don't want to be there. Yeah, it, okay, yeah. Chuck, I mean, I think that'd be the only time you would be, say you'd be, you know, Devastated if people saw your stage one, but if there's a bee down there, you're whipping it out, right? Nope. You're, you're going to take the bite. I'm taking the taking the sting for the team. There's an audience. There's an audience. I'm like everyone. <laughs> Leave the room. You have to remain calm. You do. You're just being stung. Can't panic. You have to- everyone, I need you. I must ask for it. Some privacy. Yeah, you have to. Please. Right, like, because it would be urgent, but you wouldn't be able to, like, flail around. Right. No. So how would you stop your conversation <laughs> and leave the room? 
<laughs> I think you'd have to be my big what? What's going on? You'd Damn. have to be more. You'd have to have a more Damn. urgent. Shut up and leave. <laughs> leave the room. We're not leaving. <laughs> you what do you mean leave? We're doing a show. Get out of the goddamn room. <laughs> Get out of the room. What's wrong with you? Well, I'm telling you, if someone's doing that, I'd leave. I'm like, really? holy crap, that's really wrong. I mean, hey, hey, he's telling me to shut honest. up. I know something was up. Yeah. Right? Shut up, dude. Vile mouth. <laughs> Leave the room and say, don't ask me another question. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm telling you. We'll I'm assume you have a bee in your pants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you know. Now, now we, we know. know. Oh, now we he know. has a bee in his pants. It's something bad. Yeah. No time go. for yokes. <laughs> Just leave. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bee in his balls. <laughs> yeah, so now we know. If that ever happens, we'll know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Good thing we did a run-through. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris. Hey, Chris, how are you? Good, guys. Penis balls. Penis, balls? we're wondering um, what led to you being bit on the balls. Well, I was laying on the couch one day, and my friend was playing with my dog with one of the laser pointers. So we did the jerk move of moving it slowly into the zone, and my yeah. dog kind of like latched on. Thankfully, it wasn't too hard, but it still hurt. Yeah, that, your buddy yeah. is a jackass. <laughs> he put a laser pointer so the dog would go there. That's friends, cool. friends aren't always friends. Mm. Um, Randy's next. Hi, Randy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, we're doing okay. What's your comment? All right, my buddy and I we went canoeing a couple years ago down the Rifle River, and uh, we were joking around because uh, one of my friends had a leech on him, and uh, so he went in the bathroom to go to the restroom, and he came out screaming out of the outhouse, and he actually had a leech. Underneath it, where his taint is. Oh, I got a leech on my taint. I got a leech on my taint. Get the leech on my taint. Bend over, Dave. <laughs> let me let me tell you, there was a whole group of people that instantly got sober that day after that screaming. It was crazy. Oh, well, yeah, I, I have went down the Rifle River before, and it and happened to people. Somebody I was got with. Leeches. We, got leech we were yeah in their bits. No. Oh, okay. I didn't hear about that. I don't think so. I think it was just <laughs> it was bad. I was like, never again. Jesus, you no, want to hear a metal band name, Tank Leech. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see probably, Tank Leech. Can you imagine already. you come out of the outhouse? <laughs> <laughs> There's well, a leech on my tank! You got a tank leech! I have a leech on my tank! Once again, I am, I, I come out. Hello. Everyone, <laughs> does anyone have a device capable of creating fire or perhaps a packet of salt that I could borrow? It wouldn't be that calm. Are you kidding me? I mean, what, yeah, am, I, leech. what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? Yeah, uh, you got to I'm going to have I'm going to be up in the bowl of fruit uh, position while you're trying to get the leech off me, Dave. No, that's I'm in. I'm in it myself. It's you, yourself and I. It depends like, how close you, you can't are. pull them off, right? Yeah. Like you can't just pull them off. You no, gotta... there's like a barb or something they have. Do they really? Yeah, there's like a something they they cut cut you with. I think. So you have to like put salt on them or burn them or something to make them decide to let go. I think you can pull them off, but you run the risk of pulling them apart. Or oh, a whole host of things that can go wrong with a taint leech. There's got to be. Well, hopefully, there's, a, there's someone, someone there close enough to you that would. That could be your Help leech remove the, the taint leech. Yeah, thank you, Lee. There's got to be at least one person. It's like a solo trust. operation, man. I think I feel gotta, like it is too. You can't just. What are you gonna? Your guests? 
Hey, well, your partner. Listen, listen. I'm you're like, never the we're same. We're the closest. <laughs> you're never the same once you pull someone's taint. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, you guys like went to war together. You're either closer than ever or torn apart. No, like you went through something that neither one of you can talk about anymore. You know, you end up going to the American Legion, just hanging out <laughs> all the time, just drinking, not saying a word about it. Keep your thoughts in. Uh huh. It's like a war movie. Consumes you. Strange. I won't tell you. Goddamn Rifle River, man. Mm -hmm. Every time someone brings up canoeing on the Rifle River, I want to blow my own head off. It's bad. It's Mm. not. I don't recommend it. Well, I I was fine with it until the words taint leech came up. Well, you know why you get a taint leech? Because sometimes (laughs) the water is like only three inches deep, and you fall in it. There's no current. You have. There's no current. You gotta. You're falling all over, and you get leeches. Not the best time. Hundreds of leeches waiting to latch on to idiots. Yeah. So is that it? Is that just uh, now I'm worried about taint leeches. Is it like poor salt? I don't know. How leech removal. Get a leech off. Not in. Locate the head and sucker. So you can't do that yourself, Chuck. You can't. You need oh, some yeah, help. Oh, yeah, you can. Locate no, the head and can. sucker. You the gotta... head is the narrower part, and the sucker is where it attaches to your skin. Slide your fingernail under the sucker. Pop it off. Treat the open wound. Consider letting the leech fill up and just drop off itself. Avoid removing leeches by any other means. So either slide your fingernail under there and then treat the wound or let it fill up and drop off. That's the only thing they suggest you do. So I can't burn it. I can't salt it. Any of those ways, it's going to be disastrous for my bits. My taint. My taint will never be the same. (laughs) God. See that scar on my taint? (laughs) I had a rifle river taint leech. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, one of the most hardcore bands of all time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Taint Leech. Something to think about. River Taint Leech. <laughs> and Rifle River tourism is down 800% mm. this year. No explanation. Well, they know it's bad. Well, you yeah, get one, you're right. One Taint Leech is too many for any place. It is. It really is. If you're a good buddy... To help your buddy with his taint leech. If he I just, what am I supposed to do? Dig my fingernail underneath its sucker? I'm not going to help anybody with their taint no, leech. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm like, you're on your own, fella. <laughs> you're just leaving him behind? Uh, no, I'm I'm emotionally I'll supporting him you. I'll take him wherever, but yeah. I'm not going to help him. I'm like, no, dude, that's your taint. You know? That's when you hope you have your woman with you because then she yeah. can help get the taint leech. Could you imagine having to fish someone's taint leech off, please? No, but Just I would do second. it. You would do it. Yeah, you I would, would do, do it. it. But then I would help. I gotta get a leech off of you. Can't have a leech. It's real weird the next time you go to do it with them. Oh, because you're like, oh, you remember when I had my legs kicked up like a little baby and you pulled the pulled the leech off my taint? <laughs> you hot bothered down. <laughs> Is that how you would do it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, like, how would you do it again? It was not good. I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be that fun. Hold on, hold on. Andy's Get low. Get low. I have a rip in my pants. I don't want to show too much. <laughs> That's how you're doing it? Show my zebra. I didn't know that this would be the way. Wait a second. I thought there would be okay, a different Lisa. way. I'm not Lisa. looking. Get in there. Would you just bend over? Lisa, do it. Bend over. Go front view like that, Lisa. You can't bend them. All right. 
giving you the bee hole. I'm not giving you the bee hole first. Oh my God, look at the bee hole you can get. I'm doing that to you. Jesus, Lisa. Oh no, Lisa! Way. I don't like any of these positions. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> no, I can't I just do got it my now. Balls they can't and do I'm it. I'm pulling them up as high as I can, and I'm like, don't okay. it would be even better. You thought, she it, would be thought better. it would be better. <laughs> that knows. I don't know. What was she thinking earth? about? The I don't team? know. I don't know. <sighs> Who, Lisa? She, she just thinks thought of... it'd be better than that. I got like, that's a bad scene, man. It's just you have to almost break up after something. What something what like view of the taint <laughs> is floating around in Lisa's head? Well, no, I don't. Where it's just, just wow, that's cool. I mean, Did you like, just bend over a little bit? It's like no, a little bit. It's just like no, you're not gonna see it. You're not gonna get. I gotta like I'm it. like a peacock down there. I gotta like I'm gonna, I, I was gonna say it's not it's much worse than you imagine when I gotta when I have to spread my peacock feathers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ready? Oh, you can't see it. Oh my god! I guess you're oh on your own. God. You're on your own. You, you need a mirror be. and good luck. I just I mean it's a sweet gesture. It sure is. Yeah, you have I mean, to do that yourself. You're a sweet, sweet person for like that being you're like, yeah, well, okay. Well, I just don't want We're to be together. Lisa's it like, freaks me out. I'll get it off you. Just put your finger up. Mm-hmm. Shh. You're sweet. <laughs> you're sweet, but you must leave. I'll just I check on you. Did you get the yeah. leech off yet? <laughs> <laughs> your taint. Someone quoted Lisa Way. I don't like any of these positions. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Well, I just realized I was like, I got a rip in my pants. I can't be. <laughs> I can't be doing this kind of comedy. I'm like, I got my zebra, my zebra print on. I can't be, can't be showing, showing that on. That's for one special gal. Yeah. That's not just for everybody. All right. Coming up in just a second here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Bitches be tripping is also how ugly are they? Mm. What did two women do to some guys who wouldn't have sex with them? We'll tell you about that after Chuck the Freak checks sports. Charlie. Yes, sports brought to you by Greektown Casino Hotel, the only place in the world to experience the energy, entertainment, and excitement of Synergy table games. Synergy is gaming on rocket fuel. Play blackjack, roulette, craps, and uh, baccarat at the same time from your own personal play station. So the Red Wings dropped their third straight game in a row following a 4-1 to loss to the Arizona Coyotes. Who are atrocious. Yeah. In fact, uh, I think Zetterberg came out after the game. He was like, this is like the most embarrassing loss mm. ever. Uh, four to one. They lose the game. Um, yeah. Wings continue their five game homestand against the LA Kings tomorrow night. Jimmy Howard managed to only stop 15 of 19 shots. He got the loss. Obviously, uh, Pistons are back in action tonight, uh, against the Mavericks in Dallas. Detroit's 13 and 13 on the season. Uh, Pistons wrap up a two game road trip against the Wizards in Washington on Friday before returning home to face the Indiana Pacers on Saturday. Uh oh. Another bitch is tripping. These bitches be tripping. Okay. And I'm not even going to fool. This is a how ugly are they? They're they're ugly. They ugly. how ugly are they? Is the question. You can mm. always play along at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Two guys went to a party in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. This was this past weekend. They left about three in the morning. 
two women offered them a ride. 26-year-old Shelly Adair and another 26-year-old named April Garcia Banilla. Once they got to the guy's place, Shelly and April said, let's get it on. Threesome. Foursome. There's two guys. Oh, okay. Two guys, two girls. Mm. Now, these ladies aren't quite Instagram models. No. In fact, they're not even MySpace models. No. Safe to say they don't fit the classic definition of attractive. Okay. But the guys got the ride home from them, so they thought they deserved some erotic attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> erotic attention. <laughs> the guys told the women, Ugh, we're just friends. We don't want to go there. Oh, no. So Shelly and April... Shelly and April responded by robbing them. Ah. They pulled out a knife, made the guys hand over everything in their wallets. They got away with 200 bucks. Shelly and April took off. The cops, though, quickly tracked down their car and arrested these ladies for armed robberies. We have their mug shots at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. So now that you know the details, how ugly are they? Okay, this is just my thought. The one with three names... April Garcia Vanilla. She's the ugliest. Okay, that's just. I don't. I don't have anything to go on. She's the ugly ringleader. The other one. So I'm going to give her like a one. She's atrocious. The other one, I'll give a uh, a two because she still was turned down. But Vanilla was so gross that nothing could be even discussed. Okay, so a two and a zero. Two, they basically, yeah. Zero and a two? Yeah. Andy? I think it's a zero and a one. I was trying because they're just ugly. So ugly, obviously. Trying to come up with things that they could be described as, like Steve Buscemi with like a spider face. Yeah. I was trying to figure out, like, who do we think would be another example of a zero on the ugly scale? <clears throat> like, what's the ugliest thing you could think of? Aretha Franklin's butthole. <laughs> okay. okay. <Dave>. Jesus. <laughs> I'm dark. Don't go to him anymore. <laughs> I won't ask him ever again. <laughs> I won't ask him ever again. That's like something that little exorcist girl said. Yeah. Aretha Franklin's butthole. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you, Dave. <laughs> All right. The pictures, you can check All out right. for yourself. We got uh, zero and two and a mm. zero and one. I think Andy's closer. Okay, so the two is just it's high, shooting high. Shelly and April. High. April Garcia Bonilla doesn't have the bangs. Oh, mm. Shelly does. Holy cow! So I, was, I think I was wrong on both fronts. Oh, dude, it's Shrek and a bulldog. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's bad, right? It's, it's bad, bad, bad. For some time. <laughs> Imagine you guys are in the car and these ladies want sex. Ah, uh, you. Okay, it's terrifying. They, they picked us up. Yes. We were stranded or something? Yeah, they gave you a ride. I just tell them to keep going. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't want to owe them anything. No. Like, they pull up and like, do you ride, big boys? No. No, go Get ahead. Get going. We're fine. We love walk. We need to walk. Thank you for stopping, but no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the bangs one is... Ooh. Worse? Is horrible. Well, yeah, this was the one that has the three names, though. The no bangs. That's what I mean. I was wrong on both fronts. Yeah. I really think the one on the left... Is, is is the zero, and then the other one's the one. The one on the even right if the, a big head, though. <laughs> Real big head. Well, these, I think if you look closely, uh, can you guys get like how would these two ladies sound if they were asking to get it on? Just like hey, hey. 
Okay, who are you and who am I? I'm, I'll be the I'll be the one on the right with the forehead. You're the, okay. Okay, you're Bangs. I'm uh, I'm Bangs. <laughs> I'm forehead. Ah, let's do it, you host. I'm really out of breath, but we should have sex. Sweat is cascading down my forehead. Use this lube. Ah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, That's okay. about it, Dave. You want to hear those two? Yeah. What, what created those two lovely voices? Go to DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. <laughs> you can see them there. Aretha Franklin's man, butthole. Oh, man. Yeah. Aretha Franklin's butthole. That's right about that. <laughs> Rival River Leeches opening for Aretha Franklin's butthole. Oh. <laughs> Kanye West met with Donald Trump at Trump Tower yesterday. Trump told Kanye he was looking forward to meeting his wife, Kim, and grabbing her famous pussy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, police arrested a drunk 53-year-old woman at a Florida bar who wouldn't stop groping people's genitals. Mm. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Get help, Lindsay Lohan. Get <laughs> help. <laughs> and finally, a former Major League Baseball player is now a New York police officer. Mm. Wasn't a big adjustment. He still uses a bat to hit Latino. So it's just... <laughs> Another day on the job. Oh, okay. those are my thoughts, not oh. yours. I'm Dave Hunter oh. on 101 WRIF. Dave, I have to drink before taking it in the bootay. Chuck the freak. It's 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm totally drunk. Lisa Way. I have to have drinks before I can have sex with you. <laughs> Chuck the Freak on the Riff. Dave and Chuck the Freak brought to you in part today by Five Lakes Automation. Five Lakes Automation and Novi hiring now for pipe fitters, automotive line and fixture builders, electricians, and installers. These positions need to be filled now for a January start date. Apply now by sending your resume to flaapply at gmail.com. That's flaapply at gmail.com. On the way, a listener got a little too personal with a customer service rep on the phone the other day. What did he say to her by mistake? And what have you accidentally said to someone? We're opening up the riff lines when we return right here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Margot Robbie, beautiful, stunning woman. She was shooting an ad for Calvin Klein's new fragrance, Deep Euphoria. Okay. And she started flirting with one of the husky male models. Not husky, hunky. Not a husky male model. A hunky male model. Deep Euphoria. Calvin Klein. I would almost love to see that same commercial, but just fatter guys <laughs> in all the male roles. Hey, America. You like my silver pants? Don't live unless you've been with a man in plus size underwear. Come oh. on over here. I'll show you some for you. Yeah. He's crazy with Tim McClone. Oh, boy, it's hot out here, isn't it? Marco, how do you do this? Playing in the water like this, really? Really making me tired. I was running, walking in the sand. Holy crap. Deep euphoria. Calvin Klein. Uh, my fart woke you up. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin Klein commercial with a husky model will be a totally different commercial. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Thanks for downloading the Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast. Brought to you by the Spex Howard School of Media Arts. Spex Howard is focused on success with one-year programs in graphic design, broadcast, or digital media arts. Find out more at specshoward.edu or call 248-358-9000. The Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast, an exclusive of W. WRIF.com.